Alright, and welcome to the Best Boys Podcast. I am Best Boy Dan, and I am joined by... Best Boy Justin. Welcome. Um, This is your anime podcast, where we talk about all things anime, uh, things going on like in the culture, shows we're watching, uh, deep dives, all different sorts of stuff. Uh, thank you for joining us on our first episode. Um, Justin, you have anything to say? Yeah, you know, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have an excuse to uh, talk about anime with you in a way that will seem productive to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can... It's basically of, justifying our addiction. Yeah, instead of instead of just <laughs> saying, hey, we talked about anime for an hour and a half, we could say, we recorded a podcast. Yeah. We're artists and we've been drinking. Yeah, and we can write it off as business lunch, right? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so... Uh, I, Best Boy Dan, uh, just to give you a little backstory, been an avid anime fan uh, since, I, since I was a wee lad, um, probably for about 20 years now. Uh, the first thing I ever saw um, was Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, I didn't realize it was anime at the time, but that was just what got me in. Uh, and then Dragon Ball Z was like the thing that got me going, but nowadays, like, you name it, um, slice of life, drama, rom-com, uh, shonen, whatever, I'm into it. Um, Justin, you got a brief backstory you want to share? Oh, I do, and it's tragic, Daniel. Oh, God. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> were, so... were your parents, like, killed at a young age, and you grew up raising your family by yourself? Yeah, no, nothing quite that tragic. Uh, it's no, just, so... Oh, what's the, what's the sh- uh, shogi anime? Oh, um... <laughs> you would you would bring up an anime that I can't remember the name of. Um, come March comes in like a March, lion. Yeah, yeah, basically your backstory is March comes in like a lion. <laughs> exactly. No. So uh, yeah, I uh, I also kind of got into anime tangentially at a young age. Um, with Gundam Wing was my entry into the anime universe, like so many other people. Uh, I spent two years living in Japan for work. Interestingly enough, that is the time in which I was least interested in anime. I didn't really get into anime until I came back. And started kind of reflecting on Japanese culture and what I missed about, you know, Japan and all that. But that's kind of how I got into anime. So I've been watching anime, like, very regularly for the past, like, three or four years. Like, more regularly than I ever have in my life before. You're welcome. Yes, that's mostly your fault. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, you know, I I really enjoy anime. I like uh, talking about it. So that's why I'm here. Excellent. Well, today we're just going to go over 2020. It was a, a crazy year. Um, we sat down, we wrote down a bunch of stuff that we want to talk about with it. Uh, I think for the top, we're just going to go through and discuss kind of like by season the the big things, the things that we liked, the things that we didn't see that, you know, we want to maybe come back to. Um, and to all our viewers, I would like to extend a very warm ah. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I can't believe we didn't even start out by saying, ah. Um, so let's let's jump right into it. Um, winter 2020. So exactly one year ago, uh, when the largest story in uh, the world was the Australian fires, and nothing else could possibly top that, mm. um, we were greeted with the return of Haikyuu, uh, which is uh, one of my uh favorites i'm i'm a sports anime junkie uh it's near the top of the list i played volleyball in high school um justin you have a prediction i do i do have a prediction (laughs) you want to talk about yeah i'm glad we're gonna start with it actually um so my prediction for those of you high q fans out there 
Um, I think at the end of the anime, so like the last like episode or two, the rest of the volleyball team is going to find out that Asahi, who is that 17-year-old kid who looks like he's like a 30-year-old Yakuza <laughs> enforcer, um, and Shimizu, who's like the pretty manager-san, are dating. And they're going to be like, how long have you guys been dating? And they're going to be like, for three years now. And then like the episode's going to end with them being stunned. I could definitely see that. Um, my prediction's more volleyball-related. I think they're going to... Boring. I think they're going to win everything. I haven't read the manga, so no spoilers right. uh, in the comments or anything like that. Um, but I, I at least think... Uh, they're kind of... They're gearing up for like a fight against like Nakoma, um, which is like nice i the one thing i didn't like about this season is like i enjoy nakoma but i feel like they spent way too many episodes going over like that side of things um and like the hype that is haikyuu didn't really come in until the very end of the season and when it got there it was like it was hype as hell um it was really good but like it just this season in general felt felt a little bit more slowly paced and kind of set up for the big tournament arc. I think we're really going to get into like the fun stuff coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, this next season coming up is probably going to be the best yet. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, all right. What else we got for, oh, uh, do you have anything else to say about? <laughs> no, I want to get into the next one. Yeah. Uh, next, next on our list is interspecies reviewers. Yes, um, it is. And I, I suppose this is the R17 portion of it. We're, fair heads up, we're probably going to swear and uh, and talk about... Uh, yeah, there, we'll just get it over with. Fuck. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about, you know, some, some big anime titties. It's, uh, it's part of the culture. And those were... On display in uh, interspecies reviewers. <laughs> a lot of things were on display <laughs> in interspecies reviewers, Dan. That's why currently you can only watch it on Pornhub. Um, yeah, I, I <laughs> listen. I got listen. I don't know how. I don't know how that got past Funimation. Like who, whoever, whoever's job it was, <laughs> they are not working in Funimation anymore. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, though, is ironically. One of the best streaming experiences I had for an anime since the Crunchyroll and Funimation apps are trash. Yeah, they're so bad. <laughs> um, that it, if you have ever asked your question where the line is between porn and anime, it's interspecies reviewers. Like yeah. interspecies reviewers is the line. They they do everything but show the blurred genitalia well no sometimes they do oh did they there are there there the uncensored versions are out there oh okay yeah so like oh my. The, the reason it was censored was for funimation but it was not blurred to begin oh with oh my god yeah I, that's why i'm saying like i don't understand how it got past whoever's job i mean it was once you funimation. have a once you have a belly bulge with a slime i think you've kind of crossed over. yeah no I, 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 I was gonna i was gonna come in and disagree with you a little bit i think that there is definitely a line between pornography and anime and interspecies reviewers is on the other side okay the only reason we're even talking about it is because it aired on funimation yeah i mean (laughs) what else is there to say if if you are if you are one of culture that's an anime for you (laughs) if you are a person of a certain culture you may be interested (laughs) in interspecies reviewers um just to, you know, make sure that you don't have uh, parental controls on if you want to watch it because it is porn. Privacy mode. Yeah, it's <laughs> porn. Um, 
I, there's not really much more else to say about no, this. No, I just, I, I really wanted to, I, I needed to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we had, had to, to put it, it on the list. Um, the next one, I didn't actually watch, so Justin, you you get to speak on. Yes, so Bofuri. Bofuri was one of those shows that I didn't intend to watch. Um, I was, I actually remember the moment when I put it on, I was like, laying in my bed, I was like, oh, I'm bored, I watched all the stuff I normally watch. So I put on Bofruity because it was like at the top of my recommendations. I think it was on Hulu I was watching it at the time. And I found that it was actually a really wonderful show. And I think it's really underrated. Um, people like, when you tell when you talk to people about Bofruity, they're like, oh, that's the other S.H.I.E.L.D. anime, right? But they're completely different. Uh, I found the pacing was really great. The uh, character development was really kind of natural and very satisfying. I really enjoyed all the different characters, side characters and everything. And it was kind of like a really great change of pace to have an anime that takes place in a video game where the characters aren't trapped in the video game. A la like a so... uh, dot hack or <laughs> sword art yeah. kind of experience. So like, like, yes, she's in the video game and most of the anime takes place inside of it, but also like... You know, she there are scenes where she logs out and she's a you know a girl in school and it's really great. Very nice. Um, and, and actually, on that note, obviously there are shows that I haven't watched. There are shows that Justin haven't watched. There are shows that we don't have on this list. Um, so don't add us. This um, is not an exhaustive. <laughs> this list. is not an exhaustive list. I know for one, like we didn't have any of the you know like pokemon or you know Yu-Gi-Oh or those kind of long-running things i black clover we don't talk about we're we're not gonna put anything on our list that we don't have anything to say about we're not gonna talk about stuff we haven't experienced unless it's like unless it's something incredibly relevant was kind of important in the culture at least from from our uh side of things um so i guess it's my turn to talk about plunderer now i only watched an episode or two of this the basic premise of it, right, was that everyone has this thing, right, where they have a number on their body in some place, of course, for the uh, female characters. It's going to be in places that can only be seen by, like, upskirt shots or, or deep dives down cleavage. It is an anime. It is an anime. Um, but it could be related to anything. So you could have... You know, someone who uh, their number goes up every time someone compliments their cooking. And if your number hits zero, you die. Um, And it seemed like an interesting concept. I could imagine a lot of cool things they could do with that. It, at least right in the beginning, it was just straight away one of the creepiest, most lecherous animes I've seen for no reason, right? Mm -hmm. Like... You can tell stories that have elements of that, like fan service right. is an inherent part of Etchy a lot is a of thing. anime. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Master Roshi, like part of his character is he is, you know, lecherous. Like that's that's part of him. It's not an excuse or anything like that. But this one was just like so thirsty that it was like just in there and and kind of in like in a way that was exceedingly like unacceptable (laughs) um so uh, that's that's definitely one that i was excited about right up front but is a is a hard pass on um but that leads into what is arguably one of the best animes of 2020 which is keep your hands off isaac which i have nothing but wonderful things to say about yeah keep your hands off isaac this is and you know we're gonna do we're gonna do an episode where we talk about like um you know 
the Crunchyroll Awards. So oh, yeah, um, this is going to come up later. But in my yeah, eyes, this, keep your Isaacan hands off Isaacan. So many awards, is nominations. The 2020 anime of the year. It was the best anime I saw all year. I was excited for it when I saw the trailer of it, and it never disappointed the entire way through. Yeah, it was. You know, it's a really wonderful story about three girls who want to make an anime and the art style is impeccable um just the world that they live in uh is unbelievably well thought out and it lends to the way they design the anime within the anime and the anime within the anime has its own art style separate from the isaacan world it's a wonderful story about these three girls getting together, all very unique personalities. It's one of the few animes, especially with female protagonists, that pass the Brechtel test. Like, yeah, um, it's it's just about the love of creation, which is like why we're here right Absolutely. now. And and I think it's something that's lovely to see celebrated and to see driven by uh, you know female protagonists, especially in an industry that's so heavily skewed male. Um, and the visuals are absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the, and the soundtrack. The soundtrack is wonderful. Visuals are amazing. You know, I really can't I really can't say enough about this anime. Like if you for some reason, if you are living under a rock or have been, you know, living on the International Space Station for the past year or so and you haven't seen Isaacan yet, you need to watch it. Do you think they got Isaacan on the International Space Station? I don't know, maybe. Like I don't, I don't know. When I used to travel, I used to like just load up like flash drives full of anime. I wonder. I wonder if like you know. Well, I don't know. Maybe like... you would have had to have left after it came out if you wanted to load it up. I guess uh, maybe they don't want to bring Corona to the space station. Yeah, maybe not a great idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Isaacan, like it's twelve episodes. Um, I don't know if there's any word on another season. There totally could be. But... Yeah, I haven't heard any word on it. There could be a second season, but if they left it where it was, I would yeah. not be disappointed. It's... It had a very satisfying ending for that last episode. It's one of those things that, like, I recommend people watch to show off anime as an art form. Absolutely, yes. Um, so not interspecies. <laughs> I mean, if there's a, a certain spectrum, kind of person, they're maybe. they're on the opposite sides of that spectrum. Uh, uh, all right, um, but we'll we'll talk more about Isaacan later. Definitely, we're going to sure. talk a lot about Isaacan. Um, next is Isekai Quartet. This is a yes. show that I want to watch. I have to watch all of the makeup of them. What what are all the shows that make up Isekai Quartet season two at this point? So the shows that make up Isekai Quartet season two are. Uh, Konosuba, Overlord, uh, Shield Hero, which was the new one for season two, I believe. Right. Um, yeah, gotta uh, get some Raftalia in there. The, um, oh, what's the name of that anime with the little girl? Uh, Tanya. Yeah, the, the Tanya Degerchev, and, um, is that it? There's one more. There is one more. God damn it. This is why we should have took notes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Tanya and ReZero, ReZero, of course. Oh, Who could course. forget ReZero? Yeah, but Which yeah, I'm Isekai Quartet on. is great. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. Each uh, each episode is only like ten minutes long, so it's super short. You can watch it like you know, just where, where like if you want to watch it in between episodes of something else, if you just need a quick break. Like I know some anime are like really really heavy, and I need to be like I need a buffer in between episodes, uh, otherwise I'll fall apart. Um, I think this is a good one. It's a great excuse to catch up on the the isekai of the day. 
Uh, although a lot of them haven't put out new seasons in a while, but I think there are in the works. Um, but yeah, it's a oh, good yeah. excuse to catch up. Two of Tanya. I would I'd listen. I'd watch the hell out of it. I the movie was good that though. One. I need to catch up on Overlord too. Um, I think those are the two that I'm missing, right? Yeah, Overlord and uh, Tanya. Okay. But yeah, if you're if you're up on those anime that we mentioned up the top, um, definitely give Isekai Quartet a try. Uh, it's fun. It's silly. It's not. It's very low stakes. It's very much a like. It's something that you would expect to be on like a web channel. Like it's not what you would expect something to be streaming. Like on Crunchyroll or Funimation, I'm glad that it is just so that everyone can get to it. But uh, it feels really like just very light, you know, not too heavy investment, and something you can just kind of watch whenever you whenever you need something to watch that isn't what you're watching right now. Nice. Uh, and let's talk about another kind of like lighter one. Uh, Smile down the runway. Um, essentially, just like you know. Fashion model, um, fashion designer, get together, kind of a fashion uh, shonen show. Yeah, uh, which is an interesting twist. And and I actually used to uh, do some work in fashion, uh, doing the lighting for it. And you know, a, a lot of the elements, a lot of the elements of it are very fantastical. But they definitely nail the kind of scene and the culture around it um and and just i i really enjoyed the show yeah i thought the show was really great the visuals were like very clean very fan like you know really well done the outfits are you know amazing obviously it's, it's essentially got a tournament yeah. arc in it so like what's yeah the it's like about that <laughs> it's like they, it answers the question like what if we had a tournament arc where nobody got hurt yeah. you know it's really great it's you know like you said it's kind of adding shonen uh concepts in a place where you don't usually see them um it's got a like a you know an interesting romance subplot that's you know uh, it's there um but the show was great um they had a pretty good opener and uh, um you know um, i think you should watch it if you haven't watched it give it a shot that's one i would love to see get a season two i i hope it does I don't have the highest of expectations. It of didn't it really happening. hit the. It didn't really hit the uh, the zeitgeist in a way that you would yeah. kind of expect a show but, that gets a season two to do. But, but that's definitely a show that like could you know come out with a season every couple of years and just be like a solid like watch. Yeah, I just hope it's not one of those where they kind of do a season of a show to garner up interest for the manga because then that means it's never coming back. Yeah, I have a feeling that might be the case. And I'm really sad about that. <laughs> Um, and then I think, oh yeah, we have so I, I, three I hope, more from winter and they're, they're all you, Justin. I hope you enjoyed listening to me talk because <laughs> you are going to hear more of it. No, that's not it from winter. We got some more, but the next three are mine. Um, oh, you're right. So this next one coming up, uh, is called Asteroid in Love. Now, one <laughs> thing you will, you have been bugging me to yes. keep watching this one. One thing you will come to know as you listen to this podcast is that I am the one who watches all of the, the romance the kind of um, fluffy slice of life kind of stuff, and uh, so if you're looking for that, come to me. And this is definitely <laughs> if you want degeneracy, come to me. Yes, if you want the degeneracy. Come <laughs> oh to no, me. that's the character I am on this. That's no. who you are. Why? Um, no, but Asteroid in Love is great. It's a nice little slice of life about. Um, it's about an astrology club in high school. Obviously, it's all girls, so it's nice and light. There's no. Like the romance subplot that it that's in it is Yuri, so keep in mind of that if that's a thing that you're Ooh. not into. I don't know how you wouldn't be, but um, and it's all about astrology and to a lesser extent geology. They talk about that too a little bit, 
Um, but the the romance plot is very subtle, so it's not like uh, it's not very in your face. It's mostly just a cute little slice of life, nice low stakes, something something to watch when you just kind of want to calm down, relax, and just enjoy a little bit of just some fluffy nice stuff. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Sounds you know good. what I'm saying. It's I, I it's on my list. I it will sh- watch it. It should be <laughs> if it's if that's if anything I just said is anything you're even remotely interested in. Asteroid and Love should be on your list. Now, something that should not be on your list is The Case Files of Jeweler Richard. Now, this was one of those shows that I kept watching because I wanted it to be better. I always kept believing it would be better, and it uh, never, ever was. Spoiler, just like me and Higurashi. We'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this uh, it had a very interesting plot that just never delivered. So, like, it's about this guy who ends up, like, uh, saving this other guy who owns a jewelry shop. But he's also, like, he solves mysteries, kind of. Um, and, like... At first, it was like, oh, okay, like this is this could this has potential, it, you know, it could be really great, but um, like right around like almost halfway through the season, it kind of became became really formulaic. So like it, all of the episodes followed the same exact formula with just plugging in and taking out little elements that really felt very unsatisfying. And there was also like an element of what kind of felt like queer baiting that I really didn't appreciate. Oh. So like. They, they kept, like, teasing, like, oh, the main characters might be in love, but they're not, like, over and over again. And it really kind of turned me off. Um, so, Case Files of Jeweler Richard, I watched it. I don't regret watching it, but I also do not recommend wasting your time on it. Um, I can't figure out a reason why you would. Um, so, keep that one off your list. Um, the next one is Psychopaths 3, First Inspector. This is the first movie that we have on our list. Um, and uh, I don't know how... Are you familiar with Psychopaths, Dan? I watched the first season and remember nothing about it. This okay. is also going to be a constant theme. Uh, shows I've seen and don't remember anything about. That's totally fair. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I remember liking it. Yeah, it's a very great show. First season is definitely the strongest season. Um, a lot of the... Um, a lot of people checked out of Psychopaths on season three, and I totally understand why. Uh, Psychopaths season three introduced a whole set of new characters, new concepts that were not interesting from the jump, um, and a lot of people just kind of gave up on it. But the so they movie pulled a lost, basically. They basically <laughs> did, yes. But the third, the movie, uh, Final in- uh, First Inspector, was it had all of the magic of the first season. It was so great. It was like watching an entirely new show. Uh, and the characters who they, the new characters that they introduced in season three, finally got backstories. They they got they grew personalities. They you know they became interesting. <laughs> they didn't have personalities before. They didn't really oh. like their their personalities were they were telling you what their personalities are. You know oh what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I thought it was really great. It oh, really like Akudama Drive exactly. Oh god. <laughs> but Akudama Drive did it in a much better way than yeah. this than this show did. Um, I am the swindler. You, I am the, sw- I am the brawler. Um, but if you gave up on uh, Psychopaths during season three, I highly encourage you to give the movie a watch just to see if it kind of, uh, if it brings back what you really liked about Psychopaths, and you know, give it another shot. Hopefully, they'll get a season four. Who knows? Haven't heard anything about it yet. All right, I'm back in the fray. You're back here. Oh God, 
Oh, and what a one to come back to. <laughs> oh, um, the next movie on our yeah, list. Yeah, the next movie on our list is the the Made in Abyss, Dawn of the Deep Soul. So Made in Abyss did some weird stuff where they, like, it was on Amazon Prime. They released, like, um, the first season, which was 12 episodes on there. Uh, and then they came out with three movies, but the first two movies are really just the first 12 episodes, like, turned into movies. Yeah, that was weird. Um, and then they released uh, Made in Abyss, Dawn of the Deep Soul, which is the continuation of the story. So kind of similar to how um, Demon Slayer is doing the, like, Mugen train. Uh, the, just the next arc of the story was a movie. Um, and if you have watched Made in Abyss, uh, then you pretty much know what to expect. It's it's on that same kind of incline into darkness. Um, if you haven't, the show basically starts out with these... Like, if you haven't, hey, watch it. It's one of the, the best shows out there. Um, with caution, because it's, it's... It's dark. dark. It's really dark. It starts off like just this cute show this like boy robot and this little girl are going down into this magical hole that you can't come back from i'm gonna need you to rephrase that one there dan no i'm gonna stick with okay all right we're gonna (laughs) stick with the magical hole let's let's go you know they they go into a magic who doesn't love a magical hole uh anyway uh but as they go down the show gets progressively darker um if you're squeamish don't watch the show um this movie is more of a continuation of it uh it is dark and i can't wait to see what keeps going the thing i will leave with is meat briefcase yes the meat briefcase <laughs> was infinitely terrifying um i thought the made in this movie was fantastic it captured the very same kind of atmosphere that the show had a lot of a lot of uh, anime movies do this thing where they're kind of like and the Konosuba movie definitely suffers from this a lot too. We watched that recently, um, oh, where so the kind of the atmosphere is just a little bit different from the show, and it jars you. Not to say that the Konosuba movie was bad; I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> certain parts of it more than others, but um, yeah, we, there's definitely some things worth talking about. Yeah, in that we, movie. We, we, that's we, another episode. <laughs> yeah, we may have an episode for the Konosuba movie. Um, but the uh, Made in Abyss definitely doesn't fall into that trap. It's like watching a longer episode of the show. Um, and not in a bad way. I think it was great. Yeah, though it will psychologically traumatize oh, you. Oh, it will scar you, yes. <laughs> I, I I have, you know, people have asked me to watch it with them since, and I will not. <laughs> Speaking of psychologically traumatizing, uh, the Orphan reboot. Um, you didn't watch this. No, and, I didn't. And you shouldn't. Okay. Um, you should watch the original. Uh, I, I loved the original back in the day. I'd have to watch it again to see if it really holds up. Okay. Um, but it's this great story about this like boy who was like uh training to become a magician and he had was basically in love but had just this immense respect for his like female classmate who was a bit older than him um and she has this whole crazy dark backstory but ultimately she messes with some magic that she shouldn't and turns into a dragon you know, like you do. Uh, and and Orphan, the main character, goes and, like, his whole goal is to, like, save her. Um, it's a great fantasy story, especially in, like, a world where really the only fantasy worlds we get are isekais nowadays. Um, but just, just incredibly solid. Had a great opener. And 
you know there are there are moments of it like the dwarfs in the show are like you know really silly and kind of like those uh, uh, it came from the 90s so it's like you know the annoying like 90s side character kind of thing but that's like part of the charm of the show and then when they updated it you know they kind of polished it but it, it just felt like you know they weren't trying to capture the magic of the original they just wanted to like pump out you know another story they were like oh yeah people like this so. yeah here's a remake people will buy this yeah so it, it it was really sad as a fan of the first to see what they were doing with it um but you know go back watch if if you don't mind the kind of old like 90s like style it, it's very much of that um but the opening is is banger um and it's a it's a fun show yeah, we are definitely going to have to do an episode about 90s anime because I got stuff to say, also, and most of it is about Gundam. Also, uh, maybe the first show I saw anime boobs in. Really? Mm-hmm. I think my first show that I saw anime boobs in was uh, Lupin the Third. Okay. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. but there were no nipples because yeah, that's there how no anime works. In this one. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's, not, it's not nude if there's no nipples. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's right. a merch and, idea. Okay. Merch idea. <laughs> <laughs> done let us know if you want us to have a shirt with that yeah send us an email <laughs> um okay we are we have finally arrived at the end no well yeah this is the last one for the winter right? of winter and yes. i promise the 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 next seasons will go a little bit faster because there was less anime there was less anime and we will discuss that later too um so yeah this is the last one that we have here for uh winter season um, which is science fell in love, so I tried to prove it again. Best boy Justin is back with his rom coms, and uh, this was a great also one. Also on my list, I will yes. watch it. It should be on your list if it's not. If you're even remotely interested in the in the rom com genre, this is one that you cannot pass by. Um, it's a it was very cute, very silly. It's about two uh, two nerdy characters. Um, they both work in like this university lab, and they're. Um, they realize, like, in the very first episode, they realize, oh, hey, I think we love each other. And they're like, well, we have to prove it scientifically. Um, so it's very cute, very silly. Uh, they have, like, little interludes where they teach you about science, kind of like how you get from a Dr. Stone. Um, very, very highly recommended. The uh, the art style is fantastic. Um, and, yeah, like, you know, I really can't sum it up more than if you're into rom-coms, you will like this anime. Uh, if you're not into rom-coms, you might also still like this anime. Um, but yeah, as, uh, as as Dan mentioned, we are done with Winter 2020, and we but are we are on. We are not done with rom-coms. We are certain right not. off the bat with Spring 2020. We have Love is War. And uh, there's a very good season reason two. why... Yeah, Love is War Season 2. There's a very good reason why Love of War Season 2 is at the top of the list for Daddy, Spring 2020. Daddy, and it's not because of Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Dude, Daddy. but that is a very good reason. <laughs> uh, it's because Love is War was the ride-or-die anime from Spring 2020. As some of you who haven't been living under rocks may remember, Spring 2020, that's when COVID hit. Anime ground to a halt. Wait, what's COVID? (laughs) Where is your rock, Daniel? Um, Yeah, spring 2020, that's when uh, COVID hit. A lot of anime were delayed. Some were canceled. Love is War kept going. I remember for those first couple weeks of COVID, Love is War was the only anime that I was paying attention to that was still running. Um, And it was, luckily enough, it was great. Yeah, you know, if you saw season one, it's more of the same. Uh, That's pretty much all there is to say about it. It's, It's... a wonderful show. We got some more backstory uh, with Ishigami, yeah. yeah, which was nice. Um, Chika boy. is still uh, she's my, still the best. My personal um, waifu, um, like she's in high school, Daniel. Uh, 
Boys, take him away. Oh, we yeah. caught him. <laughs> uh, anyway, no. Um, yeah, Love of War is great. Like Dan said, if you like the first season, you will like the second season. Um, third season is, I believe, confirmed. Um, it's got to be. Love yeah, of we don't War have a date is, on it is one of those. The thing I find interesting about Love of War is that it feels like one of those shows that kind of broke out of, you know... When when the general populace thinks of anime, you know, they think of your Dragon Ball Zs, your right. Naruto's, you know. Mostly like, shonen. Mostly shonen, uh, and, you know, like tentacles and like weird stuff like that. But Love is War kind of came to the surface as one of those like rom-coms that, that like just people were watching. Um, which is nice to kind of shed lights on different genres of yeah. anime. Because as, as far as it comes, as far as uh, watching anime in the West goes, rom com is not a very popular genre. It's incredibly popular in Japan, but uh, here in the U.S. and in the West at large, rom com is a mostly overlooked form of uh, of of anime. And I think Love Is War did a really good job of getting people into it. It definitely is one of the one of the entries into um, rom coms for me was Love Is War. Um, very great show. Very, very pleased with it. Um, and we are going to talk about Daddy Daddy Do later, so oh, don't you worry about that. For sure. Um, and then, you know, if we're speaking about genres of anime, we should maybe talk a little bit about Manwa. We should. And uh, the, what was hailed as the, like, Manwa revolution, or the start of it, <laughs> which maybe maybe didn't pan out as, yeah. as well as people thought. Sadly, though, I still have faith for for the genre. But Tower of God, um, which is the webtoons and Crunchyroll um, kind of combination there. Uh, here's what I will say: beautiful art style, mm-hmm. uh, interesting story, wonderful antagonist. Yes. Um, the thing I think I appreciate about Tower of God is probably the kind of crux of what got me into anime and why I like anime so much is that it's a different way of telling stories, especially for a Western audience. Um, anime is not structured the way that shows in America are. And I kind of love that. And Tower of God coming from Korea is like that as well. It's it's different from any other anime I've seen and how it's set up. And it's not to say it does not have problems because there are definitely like the last like trial was yeah. one of the most convoluted things I've ever seen. They're like, oh yeah, you're gonna do this and this and this, and then orcs are gonna come down from this, and it made no sense. Um, but all in all. I, I enjoyed Tower of God and mm. had a pretty banger opener too. Yeah, I was a, I was a pretty big fan of Tower of God. I got to admit, I was not super into it at first. Um, I had not really been into Manwas yet at this point. I am a little bit more now than I used to be, but uh, I was a little bit like, okay, whatever. Like, it's not that I wasn't interested in it, but I wasn't. I didn't have high hopes for it. But it did definitely pan out really well. The characters are really, really well done. Um, they all have very interesting personalities. Um, like you said, the antagonist was fantastic. Oh my really god. well done. Um, oh my god! Oh, I'm not even going to spoil. Like, yeah, who we're not going to. Really we're going to try yeah. to keep spoilers to a minimum. They will happen but, probably occasionally, but but definitely like one of my favorite villains yeah. ever. Because this person you just hate, yeah. and and for a show to make you feel that mm-hmm. is really impressive. Yeah. So I think overall, definitely give Tower of God a shot. Um, I'm excited to see where they go from here. I hope it keeps going. I know there is some 
Um, Have we gotten a word on any of the Manwa? We haven't, and the reason be is because of the recent acquisition of Crunchyroll by right. Sony, who now owns both Funimation yeah, yeah. and Crunchyroll. So a lot of the Crunchyroll originals are still up in the air. Hopefully we'll get some good news about that, because I would love to see Tower of God come back for a second season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, after Tower of God, we have one... Uh, oh. uh, okay, so, quick side story about Food Wars. Um it's Food Wars the Fifth Plate. It's way, Food it's Wars next. the Fifth Plate. I remember when you and I first met. Mm. We, uh, we were like watching some anime in your old apartment. Um, and I, <laughs> I showed you Food Wars, the first episode. And anyone who's seen it, like, they know the meat juices and whatnot. Like, it is. It is not for the faint of heart, <laughs> um, I, if you're yeah. not used to a little etchy. Um, <laughs> but you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Cool show. Um, but if you keep watching, it is a wonderful yeah. shonen show. Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty <laughs> responsible disclaimer that you put on there. Uh, Food Wars is great. Um, if you've never watched Food Wars before, if there are things that bother you in anime about, like, you know, if etchy stuff bothers you. If, if people's if, clothes exploding yeah. off of them If that kind of you. stuff is just something if you're not into. you orgasming and screaming meat juices <laughs> yeah. bothers you. Yeah, if that kind of stuff is a, is, a, is a line for you in anime, you probably won't enjoy Food Wars. However... Um, it's also not it's not, it's not interspecies that. reviewer yeah it's not it, interspecies reviewer at its core it is a sports shonen anime yeah and what, that's one of the things that I feel bad about that gets lost in the conversation about this anime because people always talk about the etchy stuff like we led off with too we're no better than anyone else but I feel like uh, Food Wars has a really great plot um, it's got a lot of interesting kind of ways that it, it interacts with the sports genre, like you mentioned. Got a lot of great tournament arcs. Um, however, I will have to say, uh, the fifth season is uh, the weakest by far. Easily. The pacing is just god-awful. It should have been longer if yeah. they wanted to tell this kind of story. Uh, they kind of crammed it into, what was it, like 12, 13 episodes? Yeah. Um, they really crammed it into 12, 13 episodes when they what they should have done is had a two-core season, I think. For sure. Um, and a lot of the, to, to be honest, like, uh, you know, it's it's the last it's the last season. That's not a spoiler. Everyone knows that. But um, it's, it, the character developments don't end in a satisfying way. No, I honestly, season, like, I would have been fine without season five. Season four was, like, yes, such. Fighting was, fascism with food. Season four was one of the best finales of a season, or if it had been the series, like, ever. Because it took all the things that you had learned about these core characters and combined them. Yep into like one final moment you had this payoff right that was just so unbelievable it tied up all these like loose bits and then they were like yeah, well, let's just do one more and we'll yeah. have an even but you know an like, even scarier bad guy i feel like you get so much closure out of season four yeah. and then season five comes along and they reintroduce more more things about each character that now need to be resolved by the end of the well, season and also like you just have, like, this bad guy come in, and he's like, if I win, Erina, you marry me. And she's like, uh, okay, I guess. It's yeah, like, because oh, it's an anime. Of course she says okay. But just, why, why wouldn't she just be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the the action is not compelling. Like, the reasoning behind it does not compel you to believe, like, okay, yeah, I'll invest in this. But even the battles weren't... 
They were less satisfied. The only yeah. battle that I remember of note was the convenience store battle, which was interesting. Yeah. Other than that, I honestly don't remember most of them. Yeah. Um, uh, the only thing I remember is that that's where they jumped the shark and they had things like the chainsaw that added yes. oh my flavor God, the to fucking, meat. Like, the chainsaw lady. Oh my God. Which, don't get me wrong, I, as a character, love her. I'm crazy about her. I want <laughs> I want her in more anime. But in this anime, uh, it was a little much. Maybe she'll show up in Chainsaw Man. When Maybe. That comes. I should watch Chainsaw Man, probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you mentioned, like the characters really jumped the shark. Like For an anime that has been most Mostly grounded in reality aside from the foodgasms, <laughs> which is a sentence that I never thought I would say out loud. But, um, you know, for the most part, the characters didn't have superpowers. Like, Erina had the god tongue, but that was really it. And then, like, all of a I sudden... I mean, other than the gifting. Oh, the well, the gifting is a part of the god tongue. We could go into that all day. Um... But we'll, like, we'll talk about it in an Echi episode. Yeah, it was, it was mostly grounded in reality, and then they're like, oh, hey, this lady cooks with a chainsaw. But the blades have spices in them. I don't know, man. Yeah, it was it was too much. Um, switching gears, really I, I, switching. Gears. I mean, like, yeah, uh, Food Wars. Watch the fifth season if you've watched everything else. But honestly, if you just go through season four, you'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but the next anime we want to talk about is Ascendance of a Bookworm, which we can put on this list because the second season came out. Uh, in the spring and for anyone who's wondering the criteria that we used for this list were anime that started in 2020 which is why you're going to see attack on titan at the end of this list. yes it did Um, technically start in 2020 but ascendance oh what a good show so good honestly was lukewarm on it for the first couple episodes of season one i was not really into it basically this girl gets uh isekai into a world she loves books absolutely loves books and right off the bat like you know she grows up she becomes a librarian so she can be surrounded by books all her life and then a shelf falls over and she gets crushed to death by which books. is the best isekai death that there is <laughs> way because there's no truck coon um but she gets uh isekai into like this kind of medieval world but it's at a point where paper is not a thing really it's a thing but it's very rare yeah but you're you're looking at um like hides as like paper yeah that sort of thing like they haven't made like paper from pulp of trees that sort of thing it's got a little bit of element of magic um only like the richest richest people have like access to books uh and she's born into this poor family and it's all about her just desire to read and she kind of manifests her own destiny in that way um and the thing the thing i really like about it too is that she really uses like it really uses the isekai formula yes it right does. it leans into it and it it makes it work for the purpose of telling the story it's not just an excuse to kind of like be like oh this is how we can easily explain this world through like exposition it's because she was isekai'd and has the brain of a, you know, 30-year-old in, like, you know, a five-year-old's body or whatever. Like, she comes up with things like shampoo, Mm -hmm. which, like, is not something anyone's ever seen. So anyone who's used her shampoo, like, they draw with, like, shiny hair. Um, Which, by the way, that hair, that hair animation design, gorgeous. Love it. Yeah. And it's, it's just... Of course, like, if I got isekai'd into some medieval world, I'd be like, 
cool. Let me show you electricity or like something and right. become a millionaire. If I got isekai into some fantasy world, I'd be screwed because I was an English major. So <laughs> that's all right. I'm, I don't have any skills. I'm a foreign fi- foreign <laughs> fine arts major, yeah. which is basically as useless. Um, but yeah, it, it's you know right now it's only it's technically two seasons, but I think it's only like twenty six episodes. Yeah, I think the first season was like thirteen or something like that. Um, but Highly recommend. God, I hope there's more seasons. Um, Left on a cliffhanger, so there better be. Yeah, and I think it it got some recognition in the Crunchyroll Awards. So, like, maybe it's popular enough that we'll see more of it. Um, Next show we got is BNA. Uh, I've only, uh, truth be told, I've only seen about six episodes of it. Uh, If if you're into Studio Trigger or you got a furry fetish, uh, (laughs) highly recommend um, it, it looks like a trigger show. It looks like Promari. It looks like Kill a Kill. Did you um, ever finish Promari? No. I didn't either. It. We need to finish Promari. <laughs> we do need to watch um, that one. I also, I have not watched any BNA, so I'm going to let Basketball um, Dan take this one. It's, you know, uh, it's basically about this world where there are like kind of humanoid animals in it, um, but they live in their own city and this human gets turned into an animal, which is not something that's supposed to happen. And mystery ensues and there's this like wolf detective that's pretty awesome and it's very stylized and fun um yeah it's i think with bna it's like one of those things that like you know if you like trigger you will like the show um yeah that's that's pretty much all i have to say on that one yeah all right so uh moving on so uh talking about art style uh, we have to talk about this one, and it is uh, Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex 2045. Now, um, let's address the elephant in the room first. The new graphics suck. The CG is not good. Um, I, you know, you will hear more about it going on, you know, as we continue putting out episodes. Uh, n- neither of us is a huge fan of CG. It, it's, I mean, if it depends on the on the situation yeah it has to be done right ghost in the shell does not do it right it uh, looks demon slayer figured it out yeah it it looks a lot like if you ever saw that show code lyoko as a kid but worse oh, yeah not great <laughs> um however that being said uh 2045 it has a very interesting and engaging storyline which generally uh standalone complex and ghost in the shell at large tend to have uh is really really good all of the original voice actors are back, um, even in the English version. Um, if you were a fan of the show, you will very, at the very least, appreciate the um, uh, the storyline. Now, if you refuse to watch it because of the art style, I won't blame you because I'm not sugarcoating it. It is bad. Um, but if you can get past that, uh, I do encourage you to give it a shot because the story is pretty good it takes place you know it takes place years after the the end of the last season of standalone complex um the world has kind of deteriorated a lot there is um there are a lot of new elements to the show that weren't present the last time but there is enough um from the last season of standalone complex that you will recognize the universe you'll recognize and understand the character's motivations um overall like i said if you're a fan of the show if you're a fan of the series give it a shot if you give up on it because of the graphics, I totally understand. Guess what? What? That was the last of spring. That's it for spring. That's it for spring. And we are moving in to summer. 
summer i think this is really where the year started picking up yeah because a lot of the shows that had been delayed due to covid started coming back in summer 2020 um the first show we have to talk about is re-zero season two um i remember watching that first episode and being like oh yeah re-zero is great (laughs) yeah it was a good reminder of how good this show could be um and especially like after that like crazy cliffhanger that got memed so much uh, from season one yeah um it's ongoing i'm like three episodes behind i forgot it was there's so many things airing right now um i I guess i don't want to say too much because like the first half really felt like set up for whatever the second half of the season is going to be um if if you like re-zero it's great if you haven't watched re-zero it's kind of like the standard for modern isekai in in a way like it's it's just a really well told story yeah i feel like uh you know like best boy dan said this is um if you liked re-zero season one watch season two it's good um as far as isekai goes, it's up there. It's one of the big ones. Um, I definitely feel, as you mentioned, first half of the season, a lot of setup. Second half of the season, which is out now, but we're not going to talk about it because that's in 2021. Um, you do get a lot of payoff for that setup. Um, so stick with it. Watch the show. I got to catch up. You got to catch up. <laughs> um, moving on to the next one, we have God of High School, the I, next of the big manhwa anime. Yes, let's hear it. I was so hyped for the show. I, I was, was too. I remember we both we were both very excited for the first I episode. Was hyped for ten episodes. Yeah. <laughs> the show uh, it starts off very strong. First of all, the, uh, the animation, the art style so was good. fantastic. The intro was really good. The fights, the were, fight scenes. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen such good fight yeah. scenes. Again, to tease complete? to tease our crunch or to tease our episode about the Crunchyroll Awards. Two of the fights out of this show made it onto their nominations. It's unbelievable. The only complaint I had was the fights could have been longer. Could have been, Because you watch the way they animate them moving around. And it has to be CG, some of the camera stuff. That is an example of good CG use. Um, You know, I kind of love that they had, like... You know the the crunchy roll and the webtoons like banners on the rings mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, it's basically it's what if we made tournament arc the anime? Yeah. Um, if and you at like, first it works. Yeah. If if you want to just watch some great anime fights, go see the show. And also one of the best banger openers. Oh yeah. For this for the year, we're like, going to talk about openers later. But yes, the opener for this show so was good. great. Um, now the pacing of the show uh, is what we really need to talk about because like dan said the first 10 episodes are fantastic and then all of a sudden the pacing of the show starts to move at rocket speed they basically do the second core in two episodes yes and it's very unsatisfying it's very jarring and it's confusing as like there are people who appear like there's this guy who appears out of nowhere with a rooftop full of people chanting and he just starts unleashing an arsenal through a portal to shoot a magic demon that we have no context for for yeah. any of this. They they've been they had been like, teasing this magic demon for the whole show but never given us any information until it shows up. And then he's shooting a machine gun through a portal at it and I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah. And we never find out. We never find out who he is. And 
the power scaling is all over the place, which is I understand is an issue with a lot of like Manwa, but like you know, you go from like someone fighting to like someone is now god level of yeah. power, like literal god level of power. It's I would be curious what would happen with the season two. Uh, it feels super rushed. It might be something that I really need to go and wa- and actually read to get the proper pacing for. But uh, sadly, one of my bigger disappointments, just in how it just, you know, it, it should have been 24 episodes, 26 episodes, 52 episodes even. Like, treat yeah. it like, Like you a know, sports anime. With like the, a sports the anime or like, you know, like a Black Clover or something that's like ongoing and, and just is putting out constant things. Like... I'd be all about that, but this this was kind of where we really started saying, oh, okay, maybe maybe these Manwa collaborations aren't you know the next you know it's not gonna change thing. the world, yeah. yeah. Um, but seriously, like if you want to just watch a good fight, it's it's not it's not yeah. I'm not telling it, and we're not telling anyone not to watch it. It is I love it. It has parts of it that are really great. If the season two came out, I would watch it. Yeah, but. It has problems, and you need to be aware of that. Yeah. Um, flip side. Yes. Rent a girlfriend. Oh God. I had zero expectations for this show. So much better than I expected. I have so much to say. <laughs> so this is one that that you and I like just started watching together, and we definitely watched the first episode, and then tore through everything that was available at the time. Yeah. Um, we caught up to what was currently airing very quick on this show. You want to tell the the premise of this one? Yeah. So basically, the uh, the main character of this show, he uh, has just broken up with his girlfriend, He's, who is also one of the best antagonists. Yeah, she is great. Um, but uh, just broken up with his girlfriend, and he becomes kind of despondent, and he decides to use a rent a girlfriend service. Um, he meets a girl. Uh, what's her name again? Mizu Mizuhara. Mizuhara is the uh, the girl that he meets. And he, you know, he goes out on a date with her and he gives her a bad review because he gets in a weird headspace with himself. Dude, it's it's him just being like a um, freaking incel, an incel, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like he's kind of, he's, ta- he's taking out his frustrations regarding women out on her. And she, you know, she comes to him after he gives her the bad review and she's like, she's like, I demand a do-over. Like I, you know, I did everything I could. And that's kind of where this whole story takes place uh, from there. Well, and then there's, like, you know, the classic confusion where, like, she meets his family, and then, like, they have to, like, keep up the charade of, like, dating. Yeah. Um, Now, one one thing... spending money. (laughs) One of the reasons why I was not initially into this show, I had seen the manga around before, and typically I don't go for harem shows. However, this show manages its harm in such a way that each character feels unique. Each character feels like they add or they add something to the story, and I don't feel like it's just a hey, how many girls can we shove into this anime? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and and they're they're all great. The story's great. The main character is problematic, but you do see them grow. And and the thing that I like about the show is that in a lot of it's very, like, kind of fantastical and just the, you know, just the TV show premiseness of it. Um, but a lot of it is grounded in reality. Right. Like, when there is, like, 
a close sexy moment like the main character goes home and masturbates and there's there's a lot of masturbation in the show but like you, the, you don't see it happens off screen yeah, but it is heavily illusions. implied it's not like we're just watching dudes jerk off on anime yeah, but but they like deal with real situations and real ways that people experience love and, yeah. and all this sort of stuff the good the bad the like ugly of it um and and that is refreshing and it's also an adult love story it's not kids in high school yeah which is always college. satisfying because you know so so much of the rom-com genre is really focused around like high school middle school kind of age group because middle school is also a very important um formulary period in japan just because of the way the school system works there but uh all of the all of the rom-com the big rom-coms are generally centered around school age characters this you got some college age kids they're adults um it feels more it feels more adult, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend. <laughs> Absolutely. Even if you're not necessarily into rom-coms, if you're into comedy as a genre at all, you should watch this show. Yeah, and it's just a great character show. <laughs> Every character is great in it. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend. Uh, Fire Force is yes. also nothing like that. <laughs> um, so now time for something completely different. Yeah, Fire Force is... Shonen AF. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is. It is a perfect distillation of the shonen format. It's it's just good. It's it's solid. They are constantly, the world they've built is so fascinating. For me, Fire like we definitely have differing opinions on Fire Force because right. like I enjoy Fire Force. Justin, best boy Justin, very much enjoys Fire I Force. Do. Um, but it, it's just one of those solid shows. And for me, the thing that I keep coming back to with it is I love the world and the mystery that they're building with it. And, and I'm eager to learn more about that. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I, for me, Fire Force is all about the characters. I love the characters in Fire Force. Mm. They are all done really well. They have personality. They have, you know, a lot of good, really great chemistry with each other. Um Fire Force does a really great job of dedicating time in its episodes to developing characters who you would not necessarily um, develop in a typical anime. So all of the side characters, even some of the characters who only show up in like a couple episodes, get really great development. And also the visuals, fantastic. Yeah. Um, as Dan mentioned, the storyline is really engaging. The world they're building is super interesting. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. I would like it's to a, see it become one of the bigger uh, shonen that are. It's in the a very world. different kind of story. Yeah, than gets told a lot. Yeah, um, you know, it, it is a post-apocalyptic show, but the, the kind of world that has sprung up from that is—I haven't really ever seen anything like in any other. Kind yeah, because you get elements of political intrigue. You get a lot of element. You get like the supernatural element, yeah. religion. Um, not too heavy, so don't 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 get don't get too worried. Well, it's but kind they, of it's like its own made up religion. Yeah, it's not a real religion, um, but very interesting. Highly recommend if you're a fan of shonen, uh, watch Fire Force. Give it a shot. The uh, second season is just as good as the first. Uh, Sao Alicization yeah. is all you. <laughs> That's my turn. <laughs> Sword Art Online Alicization season two. Um, I haven't listen, watched since Gun Gale. Yeah, I don't. Gun Gale was the peak of this show. I don't have a whole lot to say about this one. Um, if you like, if you like Sword Art Online, you will like this. If you didn't like Sword Art Online, you will not like this. It doesn't add anything that Sword Art was missing before. It doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't lose anything that it had going for it. Um, it's just another season. 
Uh, I wish they would bring back something with Gungale. I think Gungale is the superior uh, story that this show has to tell. And they really kind of abandoned it after one season and also the spinoff, which I think the spinoff was fantastic. I would take another season of the spinoff over another season of this. But when they put out the inevitable next season for Sword Art, I will watch it. Uh, If you like Sword Art, watch it. If you don't, don't watch it. There's not a lot to say about this one. (laughs) Someday I'll catch up. Don't, uh, it's yeah. not high on my list. It's, it shouldn't be higher on your list. But if you're looking for some sort of like isekai, shonen-esque weird stuff, um, give it a shot if you have nothing better to watch. I, I don't know. I how heard to... it has a really good fight sequence in it. It has some good fight sequences in it. Uh, some of the fight sequences are just kind of boring. It had one major good one in season two. Um, but really, other than that, other than the one, if you are watching the one between Vecta and the main character... Um, is really not uh, not a whole lot going on. Um, they kind of <laughs> they they did an experiment this season. I, I wasn't going to go over into it too much, but I'll talk about it a little bit. They did an experiment. They were saying what what would happen if you took the main character of a shonen anime out of the anime for almost the entire season, and uh, it doesn't work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you make yourself a carry toe problem. Yeah, so uh, I don't really have much more about it. More to say about it. Uh, if you watch Sword Art Online, you know, you already know. Um, well, I think we should probably talk about what is clearly the best anime of the year. <laughs> is that right, Dan? Wants to hang out. It, what, did, what did you like about Uzaki-chan, Dan? I'm curious. Uh, the plot. Is that what you liked about it, Dan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what I appreciate about it. Um, Letter Kenny. Okay, let's just get this out of the way. Uzaki-chan is a rom-com, and the conceit of the show is that the main female protagonist has huge boobs. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's uh, that's, no, that's a oversimplica- oversimplification. Nope, that's it. Um, but he's also not wrong. Um, <laughs> the show is great. It's about this girl who wants to hang out with a dude who's kind of like a gloomy loner, and she's like, she will not let him be a gloomy loner. Um, and also she has big tits. And she wears a shirt that says Segoy. Segoy Dekai. Yeah. Um, which, uh, I don't, I don't know why I don't already have that shirt. But. It, which um, means super huge, right? It means super huge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I, the show was great. All, all joking aside, the show is really well done. It's the, got great, uh, ancillary characters. The side characters are fantastic. It's probably the best part of the show. They, yeah. they're really what make the humor of it, um. And the way they interact with each other feels very natural and very fun. Mm. And, and another show where, like, they're college students. So, uh, you know, there's episodes about them getting drunk and dealing with hangovers and, yeah. and that sort of stuff. Um, episodes about them working. Yeah. Know? It's, it is an excellent little cute slice of life rom com show. It's already been, uh, you know, set up for a season two. Yep. It's uh, been confirmed. And, We're waiting on a confirmed. date. Uh, Uzaki-chan is the face of the Japanese blood drive, which I think is amazing. I think that's great. I they think they couldn't do better. <laughs> uh, I know there's some controversy about that, but uh, fuck that. I think it's wonderful. Um, but yeah, it's it's cute. If you know you wanna if if you're if you like plot, you'll enjoy the show. Uh, and it, here's what I will say: though it is a show about large breasts they i mean they make some jokes about it but like for the most part it's like 
inconsequential to the story and that's kind of what is great about it yeah the only other thing i will say is that somebody definitely sent their kids to college animating her breasts and you know what i'm here for it um the next show i only watched the beginning of so you'll have to speak a little bit more right too which you should finish it it's worth finishing i should um was decadence which i also learned is actually an original anime it um, is. it's not based off a of manga um I enjoyed what I saw, but, you know, I'm going to let you talk about this one. Yeah, so Decadence is kind of like, it's a sci-fi thriller with a huge twist. We're not going to go too into it. I don't want to spoil it because I know a lot of people didn't watch it. And you know what? Uh, I kind of understand. It it had some pacing problems, but still worth watching. The characters, the main character, Natsume... um, has a lot of really great motivations. She's she gets some really good character growth. Not a lot of the other characters do, and you know what? That's okay. It's that's not how you know most anime does have a problem with character development. Um, I will say that uh, the the ending feels a little bit rushed. Uh, the last couple episodes, I was kind of like struggling to keep up. But overall, Decadence was the best show that you will forget you watched. It is, among all of the shows that hap- that came out in this season, it struggled. If it was any other season, if it had come out like, you know, a season later or two, it would be pretty memorable. Just for the, 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 the way that, uh, you know, I don't want to spoil too much, but there are two separate worlds in this show and the animation styles between them vary so much that the first time it switches over, you will be confused and wondering if you are still watching the same show. But I think both are really well done. Um, And uh, that's really kind of all I have to say about it. Uh, I I think you should watch it. You should give it a shot, especially if you're into sci-fi, if that's kind of your jam. It is also a a post-apocalyptic show, so if you're into that kind of dystopian genre... Uh, worth checking out as well oh oh joy because now i get to talk about really the classiest shows on the list here, here we go i'm gonna combine two of these okay um, go for it because justin didn't watch either of them i i only watched like an episode of each of them um but you know i want to i want to point you all towards good trash and monster doctor and peter grill and the philosopher's time uh are are, are not good trash um you know, it's, it's you know, your typical etchy fair. Monster Doctor is what the title says. It's a doctor who deals with, like, Lamias and giantesses. I, I think I saw, like, a clip where he falls down the giantess cleavage. Like, Of course. That's a thing that would happen. Yeah. Um, and then Peter Grill is, like, the world's, you know, strongest, like, swordsman um, who just wants to, like marry his wife but all these like ogre women want his seed to have like the strongest baby and he like if you want etchy with monsters go watch monster musumi it's it is a better show it is top tier etchy um but this is you know eh, not worth your time um the other show uh, on on my personal list that Justin hasn't seen is Agretzko season three. I know you fell off the Agretzko wagon. Uh, I did. I, I really want to like Agretzko, and I'm sure I will someday come back to it. But for some reason, it just wasn't grabbing me. Oh, I I love it. Um, but it's just a great like workplace comedy. Um, characters are all really great. Season three is the last season, which is a little bit sad. Um, 
of the seasons is not not my favorite because at least in terms of Retsuko's like character development, I think they almost go backwards in certain ways. Um, but if you've been watching the show since the beginning, it's got this like very chibi art style of these anthropomorphic animals like working in you know an office job. But it's like it is a workplace comedy. It's like you know the office the anime basically and and it's it's great so would highly recommend um it's got some you know great like musical moments in it um and and i like some of the things they did in season three like i like the story that they told i just don't necessarily like how the characters developed and and kind of where how they ended up because i think it contradicted some of the growth that we saw in season two um we have on the list the the that time I got reincarnated as a slime OVA, which yes. OVAs, I, OVAs. I I only watched a couple of them. I, I watched the beach episode. <laughs> okay, I watched all of them. Um, and I think uh, I think you kind of need to because the um, do they feed into the they the do new season basically the next season picks up right where the OVAs left off. Okay, um, so definitely need to give those a watch. It's really a, a very interesting side story about Rimuru. Um, teaching some students that Shimizu left behind. Um, so you find out that Shimizu used to teach I at saw, this university. I saw that one. Yeah, so, yeah. so Rimuru kind of picks up where she left off teaching these kids. And at first, it really does feel like a side story where you're like, oh, this isn't going to matter in the main plot. But it picks up in the middle of the either first or second episode where you're like, oh, this is going to be very important. Um, so highly recommend um, watching it. Other than other than that, other than how it feeds into the series, not a lot to say about it. It's slime. It's great. If you like the show, watch it. If you haven't watched Slime yet, watch Slime. You should be watching Slime. I cannot say that enough. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorite isekais, just straight up. I can't wait for it to be an isekai quartet. <laughs> you think it will be? No, I don't think yeah, so. I but I would love for it to yeah. be. Um, that's it for summer. That's it for what? summer. We're in the fall. We're at the end. This is fall. And we start right off with Attack on Titan. And honestly, I don't want to say anything about it. It's got another great opening. Yep. But like, if you have not watched Attack on Titan, or if you are like me, and you got stuck in the second season, and you were like, oh, this is getting boring, and then like put it off for a while, like, catch up. This show is wild yeah the fir- the only thing i will say about attack on time like you said i don't want to say too much about it because it's ongoing and because it's so monumental uh the first episode will throw you off stick with it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna work just stick with it um but yeah attack on titan fantastic again as you mentioned the opener is great we're gonna talk about it later um but uh it's more it's more attack on titan and more attack on titan is a good thing if you ask me yeah um the next one's an, a newcomer from, I believe it's from Shonen Jump, yeah. uh, is Jujutsu Kaisen, which um, I was definitely leading the charge on at the beginning of the season because, like, I fell in love with it from the pretty much the first episode, pretty much from the um, first Sukuna Gojo fight, right? Um, where I was like, oh wait, this is this is definitely the director and animation studio behind God of High School, and they're doing it, but with a good story this time yeah um it's it's fun it's a dark shonen show it knows the tropes it knows the space uh it plays to the strengths it's got some of the best fight animations probably all year yeah i would i would agree with that probably um it's it's ongoing right now we're in the kind of second arc which is a little bit of a tournament arc um 
And it's, you know, uh, we'll talk more about the opening and closing uh, later in the episode. But, um, you know, really top-notch characters. Um, I love uh, the main characters, like Teacher, who we now affectionately refer to as New Better Kakashi. Yes. Um, If you've seen Gojo, you know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, But just good world, good fights, good characters, good music you know if you are a fan of the shonen genre you cannot go wrong adding this to your list absolutely i completely agree with you uh dan um jujitsu kaisen was one that i was not initially into i don't normally go for the supernatural uh genres super hard um so this was kind of on the back burner for me until i watched like the first two episodes and then it immediately became one of the anime that i needed to watch whenever it came out um was completely engrossed in it um the storyline is great like you mentioned the characters are very very strong uh, very very strong selling point for this anime Uh, i don't have too much to add just i liked it it was amazing and i'm looking forward to a second part of it which is uh currently running yeah um we have haiku on here which i think we pretty much already talked about like we have the second half of the season for me this was this was when the show started getting good again yeah um we have, you know, is it wrong to to pick up Girls in a Dungeon on here? This is on the list. I watched the first and second season. The, uh, I know there are a lot of people out there who love it. It's I just kind of fell out of it. I know you've seen the first episode and weren't too. Yeah, I watched the first episode. It didn't really grab me. I may revisit it again at some point, That's but it's not out. on my, my my current list. Yeah, I you know, it is not an isekai. It's technically a fantasy. Yeah. It feels very much like an isekai. Uh I, I just think there's better fare out there, but that's very subjective. I know that Don Machi has a huge, a huge following. Yeah, don't um, get in our mentions about it. But we can talk about a show that you knew was coming up yes. and that I fucking fell in love with. So good. So when I first heard that this show was coming out, I remember, uh, I think you were home at the time, and I came and told you. I was like, Dan... This show that I read the manga for is coming out with an anime, and it's going to be great. And I was right. Um, Tony Kawa Kawaii, uh, Over the Moon for You. This show is fantastic. I've said it a couple times on this show already. I am the rom-com dude. I watch a lot of romance. This is the show. You need to watch this show. Even if you don't like rom-com, you will enjoy this show. It's super, super cute. Uh, the characters are really, really well, tell, well tell fleshed the, out. The premise, the of, premise it. of the story is basically this kid. He's a super smart kid in middle school, and he's like, you know, he's like at the top of his class, and he's trying to decide what he's going to do with his future. And like, he's walking down the street. He sees this beautiful woman across the street. He decides to cross the street to tell her like she's beautiful. And then all of a sudden, he gets truck cooned, <laughs> but he doesn't die. So it's not, it's not an isekai. <laughs> um, she, she, you know, she protects him. She keeps him from dying. And, uh, you know, he's, like, bleeding out for some reason. Uh, you know, he's bleeding there out. and a lot and, of blood. Yeah, there's so much blood. Uh, no, but he's bleeding out, and he tells her, he's like, oh, he's like, uh, I'm in love with you. Will you go out with me? Um, and she goes, I'll only go out with you if you marry me. And, uh, he, and says, he passes out. Yeah, he, no, he says, he says yes, and then he passes out, right? Uh, and then the story picks back up a couple years later. We find out that NASA has decided not to go to high school. As some of you may or may not know, high school is not compulsory in Japan. Not every kid goes to high school. However, um, you know, he's become super duper smart. Uh, he works. You know, he's basically been dedicating his life to finding Sukasa, which is the girl 
Um, and one day she just shows up on his doorstep and she goes, okay, I'm here. Let's get married. And they get married. And that's, and that's the first the, That's the first episode. Um, but the, the show is really great. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I had mentioned that I do prefer to see romance stories that take place at an older age. But I feel like this story actually uses the fact that its protagonists are high school age to its advantage. Um, it definitely leans into the fact that, like, they got married, but they like hadn't been dating before so yeah. like they kind of even though they're already married even though the couple gets together um at the beginning of the show you still get a lot of that kind of dating um those kind of dating tropes that you see with a lot of rom-coms but it's nice because you don't have that the stress of waiting for the big payoff when the characters get together because the characters are already together so you don't have that kind of looming, like that kind of idea looming over you, like when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Because it's already happened. So you're just enjoying these two kind of exploring married life, exploring, learning about each other. But you still get those like sweet moments. Yeah, where, you like, have they a have lot of their these... like first kiss. Yeah, you still and, like, get that. And they, you know, like learn something new about each other. It's it's really a, a very cute um, couple, and and you just you're just rooting for them the whole time. And there's not really like. Uh, oh, are they going to break up or anything? Yeah, like you don't that. have to worry it's, about. It's just that about them getting to know each other more and and loving each other more as they do that, which is a nice story to hear. Yeah, it's a it's a really great story, and I will say this because, like I mentioned, I am reading the manga. Um, the best is yet to come, so they have already confirmed it for a season two. And from what I know, based on where the uh, the anime left off, there is a lot of really great story arcs in the manga that are gonna be coming up in season two. Um, and I, you know, if you haven't already watched it, highly recommend you watch this show. Uh, very catchy intro as well. I catch myself sing, uh, thinking it in my head all the time. Yes, agreed. Um, next show on our list is uh, very similar. Uh, Akudama Drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very similar. It's the same show almost. Uh, I, I think, actually, you're probably better suited. And in fairness, Justin and I are watching the show together. Yes. Um, best boy Justin and I. Uh, and uh, we are not finished with it. We're about halfway through. We're a little over halfway through, yeah. Um, but we're, we're very much enjoying it so far. So one of the, one of the great things about this show... Um, if you're a fan of the cyberpunk genre, I very much am. Uh, this show is basically kind of Shadowrun the anime. Even right down to the fact that the characters all kind of have their own uh, like classes almost. So you have like the brawler and you have the swindler who is kind of like the face from, uh, from Shadowrun. Um, and it very much follows the kind of... Um, it, it follows the kind of structure of a Shadowrun mission, which is usually like they meet the client and the way they do it in this show is fantastic by the way i don't want to spoil too much but uh they meet the client they go on the run the run goes south and they have to deal with unexplained certain you know unexpected circumstances um a lot of the ways that they introduce the world in this show are really good especially those kind of little tv interludes you know what i'm talking about dan where yeah. they have, where they like will the, tell like, you puppets. about the, yeah it's like a propaganda film with puppets where they'll it kind tell of you reminds about the me of um cowboy bebop with yeah. the oh the the, 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 the slightly the, racist yeah, yeah. The, oh god <laughs> we can talk about that <laughs> that on another episode but yes you're absolutely right um it was big shot or something like big that. shot yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of that's how they that's how they do a lot of the world building. Uh, the show is is just really really great. Uh, it was one that had flown under our radar for a long time, 
uh, and I guess we just kind of decided to watch it one day. Yeah, and um, like like Best Boy Justin said, like really great world building, um, good heist. Like the main character is not one of these like crazy like Akudama like um, you know people who can like punch holes through walls or like has lasers on their like motorcycles uh like or or is a doctor who can like heal themselves and like kill their enemies in like two seconds like right she's just a normal person but convinces everyone that that she's the swindler right that's who yeah that's is. what yeah she's a swindler. uh and that she isn't on the like um akudama registry because she's just like so skilled at like talking her way out of things that they've never like caught her um but she's just a normal person um so it's 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 a wild ride yeah the um, visuals are fantastic the fight yeah. scenes are really great in this show yeah. as well um yeah if you're into that check it out um next show is uh, i wanted to like um my uh partner is is very into uh kind of horror stuff and uh at one point during this year we watched another which you need to watch yes boy justin uh, but anyone who is into uh horror needs to watch another is unbelievable um and it all started with like me googling like ah let's watch a horror anime because it's october um and higurashi kind of came up too and so we were like, oh, well, let's check this out. And I kind of heard from the zeitgeist that, that you know, it was like a remake or a reimagining or a sequel or, or something. And it was very well regarded. And it's, you know, this kind of like small town horror, but it's got this weird like time travel element where they kind of relive the same horrifying days like multiple times and, and things, you know, different people die and get stabbed hundreds of times in different ways like you know it's it is one of the few shows that i have dropped so far into watching it i think i made it to episode nine and did not finish the 12 episode season because i just didn't care anymore like i watched three of the loops happen and the there's like these weird like moments like throughout it where you're like oh that's unsettling but you're just sitting and waiting for someone to get stabbed right like you just you're like okay when's the stabbing happening and it happens on the fourth episode each time and this is a little spoilery but also i don't recommend watching this um it always happens on the fourth episode and it's always someone new and it's like why am i sitting through these other three episodes to get to the stabby part like it, it just was not it was not what I had hoped it would be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I unfortunately can't recommend that one. Another one I have on on my list that I, I checked out. Um, I only watched the first episode, but it did not grab me. Was Noblesse, which is kind of the third in the manoir that got adapted by Crunchyroll. Um, I don't know if it's been any better, but I have not heard anything about it. Uh, it was just boring. So yeah, let me know. Let me know if I should pick up on uh, Noblesse again, but not so much. Um, Other than that, we have one last anime. Yes. Which I I really enjoy. uh, Best Boy Justin and I are are both sports anime fans. Uh, Best Boy Justin likes sports. I 
hate sports in general, but love sports. I like anime. some sports. I don't like all sports, <laughs> but um, I mean, I like the Winter Olympics, curling. I like baseball. Fan. <laughs> um, I like baseball anime. I'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have. Uh, can you say that word? Uh, Iwakakuru. Iwakakuru. Uh, sports climbing sports girls. Climbing girls. Uh, this show was great. Uh, it's great. I, I knew from the first episode that I was going to love this show. Uh, this show is fantastic. It's got one of the things I really appreciate about this show is that it's got an all female, yeah, you know, all female protagonist, anime. and there are no men of any importance. Uh, and the the few the, times that they do have men come into the story, it's for them to kind of empower these girls to unlock their full potential the only other sports anime i can think of that has like an all like female cast essentially is keijo a boy girl which is is that the that's yeah. the that's the butt sport one that's oh, okay. yeah that's the butt king of the hill one yeah. um and and this is this is not like that um, in a good way. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong; I, I love me some Keijo, but but sports climbing girls is like another one that like passes the like kind of Brechtel test. Yeah. Is sports anime? It's about these girls who like want to do this like competitive uh, rock climbing, and it, and it's great. It, and it also falls into the the sports anime trope that I love of like making this kind of you know ancillary sport that like no one like really talks about in general and makes it seem like it's the biggest thing in japan and like people are sitting at home on a sunday afternoon watching the like high school like rock sport climbing like competitions yeah i think it's it definitely does that uh one of the great things about this show is the way the characters interact with each other. So they have really, really interesting and engaging relationships with each other. It's very much not... It doesn't fall into the same uh, kind of trap when you have like this kind of group of girls as the protagonist where they're like, oh, a couple of the girls like each other and then one of the girls is like, uh, they don't like each other. It seems like it's going to do that at first, but they really don't. Uh, the way that they, The way that these girls have relationships with each other feels really natural. It feels really engaging. It feels like there's always something new to learn about it. Um, the character growth is just fantastic in this show. The way that they, the way they have, especially the main character, grow from the first episode to the last episode. Um, I really hope they're going to bring the show back. I really am, you know, would be looking forward to a season two of the show. You know, I don't think I actually finished the show. Uh, you should. I should. You should <laughs> uh, the, uh, the last episode is really good. Um, all all the episodes are really good. The show was great. Watch the show. Also, if you're a fan of Dragon Warrior, there are numerous Dragon Warrior references in this show, uh, including the uh, the the ED, which I think we do. We have on the list. We may talk about it later. We might not. I think we, I believe the ED is on our yes. list. Um, the, there are tons of Dragon Warrior references. They are clearly uh, whoever uh, designed this show was into Dragon Warrior because they are there. Um. So that's pretty much all the stuff that that we saw or have thoughts on. We just have a list of shows that we that we just wanted to bring up that we didn't um, get a chance to see, but uh, are on our list essentially. Uh, though that said, one of these shows uh, both of us are currently watching. Um, but on the list we have Toilet Bound Hanako-san, mm-hmm. um, which I heard good things about. It looked good. It had yeah. a nice art style. I've also heard good things about Doro Hedoro. That's the one with the like uh, crazy alligator um, 
guy, um, alligator head guy. There's Glepnir, which is like the it's like the like, it's super thing. like edge lordy from what I understand, but it's supposed to be good. Um, my next life is a villainous. All roads lead to doom, which actually is the one that Justin and I are both watching right yes. now. I'm in love with it. I'm a little bit further than you. Yeah, you're a little bit far ahead of me. Um, I, I like it. I'm, I'm not in love with it, but I, I'm gonna finish watching. Keep it. watching. It's uh, it is a great harem. It reminds me a lot of like Oran, uh, high school host club. Um, just in that it's like you know kind of a female uh, driven harem, but it's it's does that genre exceptionally well. Yeah. Um, we have Great Pretender, which is like actually really high on my list. Everyone is just saying that that's yeah. supposed to be so good, um, which is like a worldwide heist movie. Um, did you watch the first episode of Sleepy Princess? I did not. No, I didn't watch. Oh, it. it was Cat who watched that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that one I've heard good things about. Yashihime, I haven't heard great things. Yeah, about. so um, Yashihime, um. I, I still haven't I, I I'm working on a rewatch of Inuyasha that I am on a very long hiatus of right now because oh, that's a, I, that's I just have so much to do and not the time to watch every side episode of Shippo falling in love with another woman <laughs> in whatever place they are. Uh, Shippo he got girls all over the Shattered Kingdom, but um, no. Uh, one of our uh, one of our our mutual acquaintances, uh, best girl Alicia, is watching Yasuhime and does not have great things to say about it. Maybe we'll bring her on the pod and have her talk about it uh, sometime soon. Um, but I am still probably going to watch it eventually, so it's on the list. Yeah, uh, I think this one is on your list too. Is Dragon yes. Quest dies great adventure? Yes, I watched the first episode. It was good. I just haven't had the time to pick it up, and it just hasn't it, been high enough in my list of priorities. I am going to con- finish watching it at some point, but it has promise. Yeah, Weebs, it's it's tough. This this uh, winter twenty twenty one anime season is kicking our butts. <laughs> There's yeah. so much out. Um, Demon Slayer, Demon Train, Mugen Train, like. Oh my god, obviously. Yeah. We're, we're just waiting for that to come out. Uh, I can't wait to see that. Um, no Guns Life. I watched a little bit of the first season. I'm I'm excited to dive back into that because it seemed like a fun show. Um, there was a whole bunch of Digi- Digimon stuff that happened that I didn't yeah. really watch. But I was a fan of like the original series and stuff. Uh, Sing Yesterday for me is the last yes. one we have on the list, which I know you really want to see. Yeah, so Sing Yesterday for me, I you know I I just have put it off for so long. I really want to watch it. I read the manga. The manga was pretty good. Um, had some problems, but you know it's it's it was pretty decent, and I'm looking forward to watching it at some point when I get the chance. Um, that's pretty much it for what we missed. Yeah. Would you like to jump into? Uh, let's see what else we have on our list. How about uh, how about our biggest letdowns? Yeah, we can talk about some of our biggest letdowns here. Um, and I think uh, the biggest letdown that we really need to talk about is uh, I, I'm going a little bit out of order. What's on the dock here? But it's definitely the ending of Rent a Girlfriend because <laughs> okay. holy All right. shit! All right. All right, spoiler. There's Jump a ahead a certain amount of minutes. We'll we're put not... it in. We'll put it in the show notes. Will we? I don't know if we're that fancy at editing yet. <laughs> we need an editor. <laughs> we'll try and put it in the show notes. But let's. Oh my god! Rent a girlfriend ending. 
the fucking huevos. They, oh my god, the, I I don't know where they get off with that whole like, oh my god, they're finally gonna get together, and then they're like, nope, fuck you, dude. It okay if you haven't seen it and you aren't going to and you're still listening, uh, or you have seen it and you know what we're talking about. Like the main character at the end does the thing that no one does in the anime, and it just says like. I love you, like, full out to her, like, I want it to be you, like, he's he's there for her. And then the fucking credits roll, and then they fucking come back. I keep banging the table, but they come back, <laughs> and then they go, oh, wait, oh, no, it was like, I, you know, I love your personality. Like, yeah, they, just kidding. They sidestep it. Yeah, it was so frustrating. <sighs> I was like, what the fuck? Well, like at, at first, first you're like, this is the craziest cliffhanger. Yeah. I was ever. like, you're gonna leave it here. You guys are so vi- you're visionaries. And then they came back with the after credits, and I was like, uh, I'm a, I'm a murder all you. Mm. Which like they could have totally had that after credit scene been the first scene of season two, and it yeah. would have been fine. Yeah. But the fact that they did it after the credits, like, oh, well, I was so like, mad. come on, like just have the guts to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I honestly that. That's probably the biggest letdown. Um, Food Wars, we talked about already. Like, just not the way to do the last season. Especially with such a strong season. Very disappointing, yeah. Um, Was not a fan. I was very... I feel like if they had stretched that season out, uh, done maybe like like a, a couple... Like, what, maybe done like two cores, they had an opportunity to really tell a great story there, but they just completely missed it. Um... I mean, we talked a little bit about this too. The um, the kind of Manwa invasion that was hailed at the beginning of 2020 was a bit of a disappointment. Uh, uh, shockingly, I would say that Tower of God was probably my favorite of them, which is not what I expected to be the case. Yeah, same here. Um, and just like, especially how uh, God of High School like dropped the ball um, for such a promising start, and then like whatever the fuck Noblesse was like, yeah, like the first couple episodes of God of High School is like this is gonna be the one, this is the manhwa anime yeah. that I'm gonna like the most. But like, I, I I would love to see them keep going, and and I think we can talk a little bit about like the manhwa invasion, like it, wrap it into this. Like I just tore through. Oh, and I think. There's a new episode out today, uh, Solo Leveling. Oh, right, um, right, right, yeah. Which is just this unbelievable power fantasy manhwa. Um, similar kind of to, like, Slime, except for, you know, different world and story and all that. But, like, the kind of sense of, like, the protagonist just becomes insanely powerful. And the way they handle it is so good. And, like, something like that would crush as an anime yeah i think i think um you know i'm not as far into solo leveling as you are i think it would make a good anime i think you know i would support it if they came out with one and and just like you know have the vision to like not fuck it up well yeah for lack of a better term but like not rush through your story yeah take take your time you know and people will come if it's a good story um I think, uh, that's, I mean, we're also disappointed that we don't have a Komi-san adaptation. We don't, but there have been some pretty there's strong rumors that there's something that, that's in the works. So, you know, hopefully this won't be on the list next year. 
Uh, but I am sad that we don't have a Komi-san anime. Um, uh, you know, I know you're further ahead in the manga than I am. Um, but it's so good. It would make the best slice of life anime. Um, we we oh, need just one. think of all the cute Komi gifts. We yeah we we need one. We we absolutely need one. And the fact that we don't have one is makes me sad. Um, every day, I'm always sad. Yeah. The last thing that we have on our left list, which isn't yet a disappointment, and we're hoping won't be, it's Sony's acquisition of Crunchyroll and Funimation. Yeah. So. Kind of the bulk of English-speaking streaming, or at least American streaming, is concentrated around those two apps. Netflix has their adaptations, Amazon Prime, you know, all those. Um, but, like, the the core anime is really coming from Funimation and Crunchyroll, and I just hope Sony doesn't fuck it up. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm very skeptical, just because of, like, the one good thing that maybe could come out of it is finally a halfway decent streaming platform for anime. Because, as you all know, uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation suck. Uh, They're I'm, so bad. Can I... It's a quick side tangent. I am so frustrated right now about Promise Neverland. Yeah! It is... So, at my place and at Justin's place, we each have uh, Apple TVs. And the stream of Promise Neverland... On Apple TV is not functioning. Yeah. I have to airplay it to the TV to work. Like, and it's just that one. Yeah. It's just Promise Network. It works perfectly on Hulu. Yeah, it works fine on Hulu. But, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why just that one? That drives me insane. I, all, like, I'm also having this thing where, like, if I am watching a video on Crunchyroll and I come back to it, like, hours later, it just won't play subtitles. Yeah. Like, Sony put some money do something that. like yeah <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna own both of the streaming services at least make them better don't make them worse um, um how about biggest surprises you want to talk about that? yeah let's talk about some big surprises here oh, we already talked about uh rent a girlfriend yeah but isaacan now isaacan well was... what i will say about rent a girlfriend oh, i just want to reiterate yeah, is that up? i did not expect to love it as much as i did yeah no me neither it, that yeah. really caught me like i said i am not i am not big on the the whole harem genre but uh, i thought rent a girlfriend did it really well um isaacan yes i just came out of nowhere honestly again we talked about this before but like it is so beautiful like when when they are going through and you're in their imagination and it's the anime within the anime and you're seeing drawings come to life and the um the audio underscoring is comprised completely of sounds made by like a person's mouth yeah uh, it, it's just like you know the propeller of a plane is like like that sort of thing it is so beautifully put together and designed and just like and the world at large that they have built for Isaacan is great it's it's technically kind of like a post-apocalyptic world but they never really explore it they only give you like little hints here and there where you'll be like oh that's weird that's obviously some kind of like post-apocalypse thing but you don't ever really like it's not a huge part of the story it's just really great set dressing (laughs) yeah um also with Isaacin you don't get they kind of do like the peanuts thing where like the adults are just not there. Yeah. Like uh you have their one like club advisor person but like he makes what like two appearances. Yeah. Um so the show is completely centered around these, you know, these girls in this anime the movie club 
and how they see the world and how they interact with the world. And it's kind of like an unfiltered experience into their imaginations, which yeah, is just it's, really great. It's, really well done. If you've ever seen like imaginations come to life in media, like this is one of the best ways it's ever been done. Absolutely. Um, the Jujutsu Kaisen ED, which we're yeah. we're going to go over our top. Uh, we've been mentioning this throughout. We're going to talk about our top OPs and EDs for the season, but damn that slapped it was so good i was like i i I don't always like i will make this confession i don't always watch the eds um but when this show when i was watching the first episode i was kind of just lounging on the couch and like the show ended and i was like whatever i started looking at my phone and then like the ed kicked in i was like what yeah it's great it's made by uh ollie ali um they're also the band that made the opener for B Stars, yep. which is also great. Uh, I've personally downloaded like they don't have an album out, um, and I don't usually like go and like listen to a lot of like you know anime stuff after the fact. But like I downloaded all of their stuff that I could get, and I put it on shuffle all the time. It's kind of this like jazzy, mm-hmm. like um, modern. It's it's wonderful stuff yeah the actual music video for lost in paradise is pretty good too you should check it out oh i haven't seen it yet yeah it's pretty good um <laughs> we have uzaki john on this list it's because it's just about tense it's like it's not it's really not but like the 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 fact that like they got away with making a show as good as this one and doing it in and the, the conceit is just that she has big boobs yeah is really great <laughs> season two is confirmed i'm excited for it um i you know it was just a big surprise for me i didn't think it was going to be like I had seen the manga, you know, come up on my manga reader before and I've been like, OK, whatever. That's not something I'm going to be interested in. And then just watching the anime, I was like, holy shit, this is not what I expected. <laughs> um, we have a bunch of other stuff on this list, but I, I'm thinking that we just end it with like what we think are our best OPs and, and EDs for the season. Well, before are. we do that, let's talk about Hololive. Ah! I, we, I guess I guess we we have to we talk we about we can't talk we can't leave an episode about what happened in 2020 without talking about Hololive. That's fair. And I will I will <laughs> preface this by saying that I was wrong on Hololive. I was very skeptical about how popular VTubers would be, and I always thought like, yeah, it's going to be something that'll peter out in like a month or two. It's not going to catch on, and I was wrong. Um, VTubers are huge right now. Hololive primary among them. Um, just for an example of how big uh, Hololive and VTubers are, Gao Gouda's channel was making thirty grand a week just in super chats by October. Wow, that's a lot of money. And like, yeah, she's the biggest one, but they're all doing pretty, pretty big numbers. Um, yeah, I, the one I watch is uh, Calliope, um, and and she just passed a million too, I believe. Yeah, subscribers. It's it's crazy. I I'm not as much into it. Like I enjoy the clips and stuff online. Right. Um, and every once in a while, I'll watch it. Um, I don't usually watch them live, but I will throw them on when I've got just nothing bet like nothing else going on, or like if I'm just hanging good, out on the it's couch. A good space filler, like yeah. when you just need something on in the background. Especially um, their Minecraft playthroughs, I find pretty relaxing. <laughs> I, I think it will be interesting to see how this develops. Um, it's a technology that I think is really interesting, but it's uh, crazy. It's like an $800 barrier. It's entry. expensive. It's very expensive. And that's just for the like uh, like 
just the software. If you yeah. need to find a you know an you artist who will design camera, character. yeah, you need a good design character like. And that's just for the face cam stuff. If you want like full body, like you really have to be like <laughs> signed member. Yeah. Um, but like, I do really like what they're doing with the different personalities of the the VTuber characters. Obviously, some of them are more popular than others, but each has its uh, each character has their own like kind of core fan base that enjoys them, and I think that's great. You know, I'm I'm a Gouda stan, but um, you know, there are they each have their own like core you, sets of. Fans. Have you simped yet? I haven't simped yet. I okay. don't simp because I'm broke. Um, <laughs> that's what uh, I, I actually don't. Like I said, I don't usually even watch live. Uh, I usually just watch the uh, the the videos um, when I'm just hanging out. But it, it is kind of amazing because like 2020 like wasn't wasn't the biggest year for anime. There were definitely like some standouts and some like hits. But like even when we were going through and like making the list, like there were times where I was like. Oh, I felt like there was more happening, but I guess, you know, it was just more happening in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, like nothing like the season that we're currently in right now. Yeah, the season that we're currently in is gangbusters. Um, but I think a lot of the whole got filled with uh, Hololive and, and these VTubers. And it really spoke to what a lot of people wanted, especially in a time where everything's so stressful and, um, you know, just the world seems like a lot you just have these cute anime girls playing video games and then that's like half like maybe not half but like at least 10 percent of the shows we watch are just cute anime girls doing something yeah right so i mean that's the whole slice of life genre yeah (laughs) (laughs) like you know this is the same as like cute anime girls going to Antarctica, except it's cute anime girls are streamers now, yeah. like, and you can interact with them. So I, I get the appeal, and I think that I think if VTubers came about at any other time, like they would have been popular. But I think just in the world of Corona, like it was just the kindling to the flame. It just like blew up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that's Hololive, that's VTubers. I think there is one last thing we should probably go over, uh, before we end it on the, the OPs and the EDs, which is going to be an exciting, uh, little list from us here. And I think that's the things that we're looking forward to in 2020. Oh yeah. We should definitely cover Oh yeah, we should talk about that. There's a lot of really great stuff coming out in 2021. We're already, you know, because we were slow and we didn't record this podcast very quick, um, we are already a month through 2021 and it has already been fantastic. But there is so much more coming. Uh, Do you want to kick us off with some? Sure. uh, Well, I mean, the the top thing on both of our lists is Dragon Maid ass. (laughs) I cannot wait for Dragon Maid. If you are listening to this podcast and you have never watched Dragon Maid, turn off the podcast and watch Dragon Maid right now. It is one of my favorite animes of all time. It's so good. I've watched it like four times. Yeah. Well, we can't get into it. We're not going to, yeah. There's too much to talk about. But Dragon Maid is coming back. Something that I can't believe is actually happening, but I'm so excited about. A lot of us were worried that we weren't going to get a season two of Dragon Maid because of the Kyoto animation uh, arson attack. Uh, which is also something I, I, I could, we could do, you know, we could talk about because I don't like when they refer to it as the Kyoto Animation fire. It wasn't a fire. It was an arson attack. It was despicable. It was terrible. And I'm so glad that the studio has recovered from it yeah. to the point where they could put out Dragon Maid S because I'm very excited oh for it. Oh, my God. So excited. Um, 
we have uh, the time I got reincarnated as a slime season two, which we're both watching and is great so far. Dr. Stone, Stone Wars, which I'm super excited about. <laughs> I wrote ReZero season do part do, <laughs> which is good so far. It's good. Uh, yeah, it's ReZero. I forgot that it came back kind of. Um, I'm excited about quintessential quintuplets. I still have to pick two. it up. You should check it out. Yeah. Beastars season two is back. Um, I need to watch season one still, um, but from what I've seen of it, it looks really good. Um, Log Horizon came back, which is one I've had on my list for a long time because it's like what, from what I understand, it's a lot like Dot Hack mm-hmm. um, and like early uh, sort art where it's you know the we're stuck in a video game sort of thing, which I'm down for. Yep. I finally... Did you finish Cells at Work Season 1? I am one episode away from finishing Cells at Work Season 1. I am very excited for Cells at Work Season 2. You only watched half of, of that episode? Which one? It's a two-parter, the end of Season 1. Oh, no, no, no. Then I, I'm two episodes behind. Okay, yeah. Um, that, I was like, how could you only watch wait, half of Wait, are you talking crazy. about the hemorrhaging one? I don't know. There's one after that. I don't think you're finished yet. Wait, the two-parter? There's one after the two-parter. What? Yeah, okay. there's, so there's one more. Um, <laughs> but right, yeah, so anyway. I haven't finished it, I guess. Yeah, so we, we, we're going to finish Cells at Work because we're excited for Cells at Work Season 2. Very excited to see the platelets come back. Uh, and on that I'm note, more excited about Cells at Work Black. We have Cells at Work Black. I am nervous about Cells at Work Black. Because, because it's going to make you hurt, reflect on your own life. It's going to... I would never do that, first of all. <laughs> um, but because they're going to hurt the platelets, Dan... If they hurt the platelets, I will be sad. I will experience a range of emotions that I am not ready for. They're going to get so murdered. Uh, I'm really not looking forward to that. But I do think Cells of Work Black is going to be fantastic. (laughs) Speaking of fantastic shows, moving on to the next one. Harimiya, Hori, Tomiyamura-kun. This is a show that I watched the manga for. It's fantastic. It is fluffy rom-com. Watch it. Justin keeps telling me it's fluffy rom-com. It is. It's... It's cute. It's super cute. I'm enjoying it very much so far, but it it just strikes me as something that's got those like secret depressing it, moments. It doesn't though. It's it's it, you know they we'll talk see about how the some, anime adapts it. They talk about some heavy <laughs> themes, but it's not like you know it's not like they're going super whole hog dark on it. It's you know they'll talk about some stuff that that doesn't get talked about a lot in anime uh, because of the way. Uh, the culture works, but it's not like you know. It's not super dark. You're you're gonna enjoy it. Watch the show. Um, World Trigger is coming back. I haven't actually watched the anime. I read the a uh, good chunk of the manga um, back in the day, and it seemed like a good shonen. But uh, let me know. Is the is that something I should check out? Um, Gintama is ending. Which mm. like, holy crap! How many episodes is Gintama? Uh, that's also way up on my list of things to catch up on because I've only heard good things. Um, My Hero Season 5. Super excited. Who doesn't love some My Hero? Um, How Not to Summon... <laughs> Why is How Not to Summon a Demon Lord Season 2 on? I don't, did I didn't put it on there. Season? No, did I, I put this season. on here? I think you did. I didn't put it on there. <sighs> that's... Uh, if you watch the first season, you know, it's it's at GAF. Um, it's... Uh, how did that show get a second season (laughs) sure it's fine whatever um shaman king is making a remake is doing a remake i'm so excited for shaman king Mm. i i used to read the shaman king manga back back in the day when there was like an american print of shonen jump Mm -hmm. and it was like a big thick book um 
I'm I'm super excited about that to come back. That's a really cool uh, shonen show. Um, Moriarty. That was the that's like the Sherlock Holmes uh, anime that's coming out. Oh, I thought I that was last season. I, I don't know. I haven't heard a whole lot about it. I, I, I didn't put it on the list, so I don't know. Yeah. But. Uh, Rising of maybe it's coming back. Rising yeah. of the Shield Hero season two. I mean, obviously Psyched that's that's gonna be big. Um, I like Shield Hero. I know you liked it more than yeah, I did. I was a good. I was a fan of Shield Hero. Um, I had problems with it. Is love, gonna... is love is War coming back next year? I think so. That's or this what they, year? Yeah, that's what they said. Wow. I think it'll probably be late this year, but I think it's supposed to come back. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And and of course, uh, Uzaki Chan season two. Yep. Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no. There's more. Yeah, there's more. Fruit Basket Season 3. That's I dropped Fruit Basket after 18 episodes. <laughs> I've never watched Fruit Basket. I couldn't tell you a thing about it. Uh, Megalobox Season 2. I watched the beginning of Megalobox. It was really good. That's one I want to get caught up on. Yeah. You should watch that one. Especially uh, Best Boy Justin and I are huge Ebo fans. Um, Megalobox is, is fun. It's like kind of like... It's not actually post-apocalyptic, but that kind of like aesthetic. it's dystopian. Kind yeah, of, like yeah. dystopian, like boxing with like machine arms, like kind of thing. Okay. Um, Uzumaki. Uzumaki. That's the Junji Ito one, right? It's the Junji Ito joint. Um, we're gonna have Best Boy Cat on to talk some horror anime at some point. Awesome. Um, Chainsaw Man, which I've only heard good things about. It's a it's some more fair from Shonen Jump, but it's supposed to be like the new hotness. Yeah. Uh, Blade Runner is apparently getting an anime. Very, very light on details at this time. Um, all I've seen, the only thing I've seen is that they announced a Blade Runner anime. We haven't gotten a plot. We haven't gotten a trailer. Nothing. Hopefully, we will find out something about it. Um, this last one on our list here is Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway's Flash. Oh, is that which, where Anne Hathaway flashes a giant robot? That is not what happens, Daniel. I don't want to watch it anymore. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm very excited for this one. It's a, a new, another entry into the Universal Century of Gundam, which we are going to have to do an episode about Gundam someday because Gundam has too many timelines to count. <laughs> but uh, this is an exciting one. It introduces the one of the children of the main protagonist of the original Mobile Suit Gundam show, um, it's a movie. I think it's supposed to be a three-part movie series, um, and I'm excited for it. And I would, uh, I, I'm, I can't wait to watch it. Um, and I think that uh, that's it for things we're looking forward to in 2021. Uh, if there are things you are looking forward to in 2021, hit us up. Let us know what you are looking forward to. If you are think thought we missed anything, yeah, um, uh, we're also gonna. Um... I think our next episode is probably going to be about like what we are watching in yeah. the winter season because, as we've said, it is packed. It's a there is a lot of good stuff. Season. And there was some stuff on here that, that we didn't have on our list of things we were excited for that we got into, like our lo-fi lesbian show. Yeah. Um, that is uh, stellar. And you're just going to have to listen to the next episode if you want to know <laughs> what that means because that's a deep cut. Um, yeah, so let's... Let's finish this up uh, talking about some of the musical delights that we were treated to this year. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, it's not just music. Some of these on here are on here for the visuals. That is true. Uh, let's start with the... We'll start at the bottom of the uh, the ED. So ED is in reference to, like, the closing animation song uh, in anime. And OP is for the, like, opener, basically. Right. Um it's kind of a trope in anime. Um, it's it's really a tool to kind of keep animation costs down by like eating up time. Yeah. Um, with like pre-recorded stuff. 
Um, the same thing with like, you know, Sailor Moon's transformations, right? Like all that is, is just to like keep animation costs down, but, uh, it is become a thing. Um, we're going to link with this episode, a playlist that I put together of all of these songs. If you want to listen to them, they're all great. Um, the first one to talk about, uh, number five, the fifth best ED, and this is a concrete list. This is factual. Yes. We are not wrong, and we don't want you to add us. Yeah, uh, this is we worked very hard on this. The this is the truth. Um, whatever you've heard from the fake news media uh, about better things, not true. Yeah. Um, so number five is the Rent a Girlfriend ED. Yes, uh, <laughs> this is one of the ones that I feel was on here mostly for the visuals, just oh because of how it's, like it's it is an allegory for jerking off. Yeah, basically the <laughs> the um, the character the main character is masturbating. Uh, yeah. With a soda bottle. But let's give it a listen. Yeah. Okay, we can we can only play two seconds of yeah. it. Um. <laughs> Thanks, copyright laws. Um, but yeah, this this is. Uh, I remember I didn't watch the ED for the first couple episodes. Uh, I don't think. And then we like uh, we let it play because we were, we were watching it together at your yeah. place. And then we let it play, and I was like, is is he is that boy? Mm-hmm. Is he masturbating? He's definitely masturbating. Yeah. So that that uh, that was interesting. Um, uh, moving on from there, number four, Iwakakuru, let's uh, let's climb, um, and let's let's listen to it. So yeah, it's very catchy. One thing you're not going to go. The podcasting is an audio medium, so uh, I don't know why. But uh, anyway, the uh, the visuals for this are great. It's basically like the walking animation from Dragon Warrior. Uh, there's some Dragon Warrior map going on in the background. Really wonderful. Really well done. It's just fun and like upbeat. It's got yeah. like a little good bop to it. Yeah, it'll um, get your head moving. You know, and kind of similar to number three, which is the the first ED of season two of Fire Force. Yeah, they changed them up a bunch. Fire Force has always been really good with their openers and closers. Um, this is this is what it sounds like. Yeah, it, the thing I really like about this one too is honestly like a lot like uh, uh, Sports Climbing Girls is that it's kind of this like video game side scroller theme to it. Um, the animation's really good. And it's just kind of like a nice little song. There's There were less EDs this year. Yeah. Um, though I do really like the next one, mm. which is God of High School Win. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of my favorites. It's a bop. Yeah, it's a motherfucking bop. <laughs> um, it's great. It's got good visuals. Um, you know the well. Spoiler: the opener's on the list too. Yeah. <laughs> um, God of High School just nailed it. It fits the show, the theme or the theme of the show. And and the thing with like openers and enders in like anime is that. A lot of times you'll have like the real banger be the opener, right? Like the one that you're like, yeah, this is this is a jam. And then like the ending song will be like a little bit slower. You know, you'll have like the artsy like scenes, yeah. like you know, it's just more calm. And and this does that, but it's still like a song you could hear on the radio. Absolutely. Um, speaking of songs you could hear on the radio, we teased this earlier. Uh, number one for the EDs of the year is Jujutsu Kaisen Lost in Paradise. And let's just take a listen. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, listen. You only need two seconds yeah. to know that this song go, is a Go download this. Listen to it on repeat. It's so good. The animation style is wonderful. It's uh the I remember we we did watch I think did we watched this together. Yeah. And I believe I think both of us said, "Oh shit" when it first started because yeah. the animation style I want to learn just... all the little dances they do. New better yeah. Kakashi is like fly. Oh style. yeah, when he comes out that door. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is one if you even if you've never even if you don't watch Jujutsu Kaisen, do yourself a favor, watch this ED. It or is the best of the year. Ollie, I, A-L-I. Um, yeah, we were joking a little bit. We were joking earlier about how we're how this list is correct and it is the truth. But this number one is the truth. If you disagree, we honestly, honestly, we made these lists because we like that song so much. This is that's the reason why this list exists. (laughs) Uh, All right, openers. Uh, Can anyone recognize this one? That's right. It's it's Uzaki John. That is right. You got that right. You did. <laughs> um, I, it's cute. Yeah, like it's good. You know, it's a good one. Um, it's number ten. We're not it's number we're 10. not we're not excited for it. I'm not going to write chairs, a dissertation on it. It's great, but but it's good. Um, again, uh, Justin, you I haven't seen this anime, but um, but the uh, you agree the opener is pretty good. Yeah, let's, wait, let's I did listen, listen to the. You ready? All right, and that's the opener for BNA. Uh, you know, Trigger is pretty solid with their openers. Um, it's fun. It's number nine. Again, not too much to say. Yeah. I got a little bit more to say about the next one. Let's take a listen. And that is Attack on Titan, My <laughs> War. Uh, this one, again, is one that we're really, uh, you're really missing out a lot if you don't see the visuals. But I, I think uh, I the music has a lot to do with it as well. I did not like it at first. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, uh, and especially because Attack on Titan, I think more than a lot of other long running anime is just has nailed their opener. Yes, yeah, they like, really have uh, always done very well. With exceptions of like one or two, like, you know, their first one is like iconic. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, this one, I wouldn't say that I didn't like it when I first heard it. It just didn't have an impact on me when I first heard it. But as time went on and like, I heard it more, like I found myself like singing it in my head more, um, and just like imagining the visuals for it. And as the season went on and I kind of saw how those visuals tied in more and more, I was like, oh, this is, this is awesome. And it's one that like, when it comes on, I, I get excited. Yeah. At this point. Speaking of ones that I get excited about, this is number seven. Uh, it's ReZero season two. Realize. Let's take a listen. Now this one was great. Uh, I remember when I first heard it because I was uh, I was kind of lazing around on the couch watching the show, not like necessarily not paying attention, but like I was just kind of chilling. And then all of a sudden, because when they first played it, it li- it was a, a cold lead in from the show. And I was like, oh my god, this song is really, really good. And then the next episode started with the song as the OP. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. It was really well put together. You know I'm a fan of the kind of metalhead OPs. Uh, and this one had a lot of those elements. Was super pleased with it. What did you think, Dan? I, You know, I... The only thing that makes me sad about it is that it wasn't in more episodes. Yeah. I, it was one that kind of fell off my list because I just kind of forgot about it because they just didn't use it a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens when you have a lot of story to tell, I suppose. Yeah. Um, 
going back to the Manwa revolution, let me know if you know this song. It's from Tower of God. It's called Top. And uh, the visuals are bad on this one. Just listen yeah. to it. Yeah, just, just listen to the song. We don't I need saw, the visuals. I saw some fan-made like YouTube um, version of the opening with these songs, but they actually like took clips from the show and like cut it together all good. Yeah. And it was amazing yeah for a show with as really great visuals like tower of god has uh i don't understand why the op visuals were not better yeah. uh, it easily with better visuals could have jumped another two or three places higher on this list yeah um and we talked about it before take a listen to this one that's Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm gonna let you say the words because I have uh, Kai Kai one. Kitan. <laughs> um, this one is uh, this one was good. It was uh, it was a very solid opener. At first, I thought it was a little generic, but the I feel like the art style but then really you brings see it the, over the, the top. Panda running, yeah, on panda top of doing rooftop. parkour on the rooftops. <laughs> you can't you can't not like that. And it's it's uh, it's a good song. Yeah. I don't like. I'm an old like uh, punk rock like head, but like. The beginning part of it, I'm not as big a fan of, but like once it gets through the actual like where it like shows the Jujutsu Kaisen logo and then it gets into it, yeah, and it like takes it down a beat before it brings it up again. It's yeah, you definitely get a lot of those old school punk rock vibes. Um, But uh, speaking of things that are completely the opposite of that, we have (laughs) the OP for Tony Kawa Koi no Uta. Let's have a listen. This is a song that I hear in my head all the time. I'll be sitting there at work and I will just hear it in my head. And this one is more than just the music. The visuals for this OP are fantastic. The way they contrast, they do like the split screens going back and forth uh, to go along with the to go along with the lyrics. I'm just a huge fan of this one overall. Yeah, and it's uh, the, the thing about it too is that it just from the beginning to the end it just kind of slowly builds yeah uh and it's it's just a fun ride to listen to yeah absolutely it's it's a very like specific kind of like sound but uh if you if you like listen to it all the way through you'll i think you'll enjoy it yeah the the top three was where we really it got really heated. had a hard time. The, and the conversations got heated on this one. I'm not going to lie. N- number one was a given, but I think two and three were we... Honest, honestly, any one of these could be in any spot, I think. Um, they're all great. We finally settled on this list, but as far as Best Boy Dan is concerned, like, you could swap these three out. So l- let's listen to number three. Of course, God, God of yeah. High School contradiction. It like, was a banger. It is hype as fuck. Like, if you have a workout playlist, uh, why don't you have this song on there? Yeah, and the visuals were great. The way they, like you mentioned earlier when we were talking about um, God of High School, the, the Crunchyroll and Webtoon mm-hmm. banners on the ring were, yeah. were really good. Um, th- this was just an amazing OP. Uh, no notes. Yeah. Keep, keep doing it. Keep <laughs> it, doing it. If you want to hype yourself up, listen to Contradiction. Yeah, good uh, song. Number two, uh, let's let it speak for itself. 
And that was Daddy Daddy Do from Love is War. And Daddy Daddy indeed does, because this song, <laughs> if you are if you have been paying attention to any kind of weeb media during 2020, you saw the memes about this song. This also song just watch the, the real music video with the guy and uh who actually sings it and uh the girls I don't know their names. Yeah, yeah. it's um <laughs> but but they have so much charisma as they yes. sing it. But and like the amazing part about this, which Daddy Daddy Do is fantastic OP. Uh, the crazy part about it is it's not even the best song from Love Is War. Well, are you talking about the Chica dance? <laughs> of course. I mean, yeah, the Chica dance um, is amazing. But this I, this song was amazing. You know, at first I actually was like, oh no, I like the first season's opener better. Yeah, because the first season had a really good it opener. Did. And I was like, uh, but then but, like I started like listening to it. You catch yourself singing it when Daddy, you're not watching Daddy, the show. Daddy, yeah. yeah. This yeah. one, this one was really, really good. Uh, but speaking of just the anime with amazing. Oh, but, but before we get into that, I just have to say, please, please go watch the original music video. Cause it's still, it's really good yeah, too. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of shows that had amazing openings, uh, this show amazing overall, we'll let you see if you can guess it. Let's give it a listen. And that was Easy Breezy, of course, of course of from course Isaac. Be because this song, there were I can't even count on all my ha- my fingers and toes how many different versions of this song the internet made, how many different versions of the music video. Which this song for me, like you, you thought, um, you know, the best boy Dan was saying that the top three could be interchangeable. I'm gonna have to disagree with him here because <laughs> for me, Isaacin is this is the perfect marriage of a song. And the music video, they go together so well. The easy love, breezy dance that they did. I love was so the good. little dances the three of them do, and especially like the one where they're silhouetted. Yeah, all three of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just this kind of like real moment where you can see like those characters, like you know, on the side of the street jamming out to a tune, dancing together. Yeah, like it's uh it's it slaps. It's it's a bop. It's uh, it's great, and it's the perfect opening for a pretty much perfect show. Yeah, absolutely. This you know just the, just the bow on top of this amazing show that took over took this year by storm. Yeah, I mean, I think in general, twenty twenty was a dumpster fire of a year. Um, but all in all, we got some really great anime we got some stellar ops and eds um it sucks how it affected um the you know <laughs> everything um but definitely the the production of anime over 2020 um were weirdly blessed with more anime than you could shake a stick at now oh yeah like it's ridiculous. We're gonna um, have to. We're gonna do a hell of an episode about uh, about twenty twenty one. Yes, winter season because. Uh, but it overall, you know, a top notch year. Uh, there was a lot of stuff to like. Uh, I'm excited for twenty twenty one. Thank you all for taking the time. Yeah. Uh, for our first episode and to if you have look anything to add twenty twenty. If you have anything to add, if you wanna, I know we said don't add us, but you can add us a little oh, bit. Oh, please add if us. you want. Go ahead. And no, send us we want to hear. Send us all your rage. Yes. I bathe in your rage. We I lap up your tears. We are at thebestboyspod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let yeah. us know what you thought. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, we'll have other socials too. Yeah, maybe we'll have a Twitter or whatever, but. 
Yeah. Um, but thank you for joining us. Justin, any last words? Best no, Boy Justin? No, I think I'm good. Uh, I guess my last words will be uh, watch Haremia. It's good. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Stay classy, weebs. Oh, God. You're not going to do that every episode, are you? Uh, no, we'll, we'll figure something out. Oh, please don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you.